Jesse. Skylar. Where'd you put the where'd you put the money, Skylar? Walt, what the fuck are you talking about? This is season one. What money? Oh. 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 <laughs> grabs a gun and shoots himself. <laughs> He's gotta go back again. It's him reminiscing on like when the perfect time like he said in the fly, like when when was the perfect time I could have I could have died. It was like, oh yeah, right, right at this specific moment. That would have been perfect. Yeah. No one would have known. Yep. No one. Until they fucking look in his Until they, they literally think about it for like one second. Until the cops come in to examine his house and are like, Hey, why <laughs> is there money in a trap in an air vent? Like, some of all this money in your drywall, like behind pink foam. And then those two guys he saw at the store who told to stay out of his territory are asked, like, like they see the obituary and they're like, "Hey, I know that guy." <laughs> it's the dude that told us to get the hell out of his meth shit. Whoops. <laughs> I love how he just never, no one ever stays anonymous. No one ever has a mask on. No, no one ever. The closest to anything is Walt's incredibly inconspicuous hat and sunglasses. <laughs> hey, they, they're the classics, but. <laughs> Somehow uh... they worked. It's <laughs> often Ninja Turtles rules. You wear a hat and a trench coat, no one can recognize you. Nobody. You're just completely... Even if you're Casey Jones and you're wearing a fucking hockey mask, <laughs> if you just go in wearing, like, a business suit, no one will notice. That you look like a fucking serial killer. Ugh. I love Ninja Turtles. It's so stupid. It's great. We'll do an episode on those one day. One day. But, uh, hello, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of Boulder Punch. I'm Alec. And I'm Brian. And today, we're going to be talking about Walt and Jesse's wacky adventures. Otherwise, Nothing known as ever happened. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nothing. No. It just... It was all a dream. And Jessica Jones survived. Yeah. <laughs> and John Delancey didn't blow up two planes full of people. That was, uh, that was Q's old life. That's... <laughs> Before he ascended into the godlike being that he is in Star Trek, he was first some dude from Albuquerque that killed himself. <laughs> oh, God. That's sad. I don't... Uh... Like, we never know what actually happens to him, but it's hemp. Uh. Like, we... Like, they don't ever say what his fate is. They don't even hint at it, but everyone no. is in agreement that he more than likely killed himself. Yeah. There's, like, one newscast some point in season three or four i forget where like the police had to go get him because he he tried to kill himself but it didn't work mm -hmm. and then after that we never hear about him again so so he probably did he probably succeeded <laughs> yeah it like does Walt even realize did he even realize that he caused that i think he did i don't know because i don't even remember like, not to say you need, you need a big epiphany, oh my god moment, 
where he realizes, All but right. like, yeah, I'm trying to, hmm. yeah, I, I'm thinking back. I don't actually remember if he knew John Delancey was Jane's dad. Yeah, because I know he remembered talking about. He he knows he caused, or no, he didn't cause it, but he knew he was like, he knew the guy that caused it. So yeah, like I think he saw him on the news, but he still didn't make the connection that that was Jane's dad. But yeah, because he didn't or, have it. Or maybe he did after a while, because they might have mentioned it on the news of like the daughter died over. We don't know. <laughs> it's left in the air, and I think that's interesting. But we're yeah. getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah, yeah um, we're in season two, three, four territory. Yeah. We ain't even talked season one yet. Yeah, yeah. but uh, um, how are you doing, Brian? I'm pretty good. Uh, I got my new phone the other day. I don't know if I mentioned that on the commentary episode, but uh. Mm-hmm. It's very nice. I got the screen yeah. protector today, so I now feel slightly more comfortable bringing it out in public. <laughs> like, nice. you know, because I know for a fact one day I'm just going to drop it and that's when I will, I'll just die. Uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, no, it's very nice. It's, it's like, uh, uh, let's see, uh, uh, the thing that we both know, Dead Space came out today. Yeah. We both, we both played it for a bit earlier. It's very good. Go play it. Don't buy Kalista Protocol. Buy this. Don't buy the actual Dead Space by by good developer. This is the one time you'll ever hear us say, "Go buy, buy the, the game. EA game." Don't buy the game from Dead Space, man. Go buy the remake that EA made. Fuck! I love how like when the reviews when the reviews dropped yesterday, everybody was surprised. Like everyone, yeah, what? Oh shit! Okay. Like people were like, "Oh yeah, it looks good." Yeah. Like, but but then the news came out. No, nah, this is a fucking video game. It's got a ninety on Metacritic. Like, how? God, the 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 fucking accessibility options are astounding. Oh with, yeah, like the. The if you're like if you want to play Dead Space but you're like squeamish and like you don't do good with like gore and blood and stuff like that, there's literally a a setting that just censors it for you. Yeah, or if you're, it gives you, you content like, warnings. Yeah, like even especially like if you have specific triggers for like uh you know doctors or needles or or like uh suicide or anything like that, mm-hmm. they will give content warnings or or like. I haven't I haven't used it, so I don't know exactly how it works. But what I'm aware of is like they give you content warnings, and they like either censor or remove the scene. But yeah. um, that is great because yeah. like there are a lot of people who want to play horror games, but are too genuinely too scared to. Not just because yeah. they're they're wham wham big babies, but because they have like you know specific things that really yeah. upset them or cause yeah. you know trigger a a response that um terrorizes them so yeah. like it, this is a very good thing and i hope like because you know with accessibility you know it's mostly been you know for like you know um control wise or, or visual wise and stuff like mm-hmm. that but this is like the first time i've really seen them kind of like make it towards like graphic content like it's not yeah. parental controls or whatever like a kind, you, it could be used as that, but it's more or less like if you have specific, like like no, like if you have specific triggers, if you have mm-hmm. specific, 
things like you phobias. yeah phobias like you, then you can turn on these options in order to censor that or have warnings and so on and so forth yeah so i hope i hope that becomes a thing in more horror based games or more like graphic games and stuff cuz mm-hmm. cuz a lot of a lot of people deserve to play games without yeah you know damaging their psyches yeah i think anyway People shouldn't have to be traumatized by a video game if they want to play it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be like us when we were children playing Dead Space for the first time. Don't. <laughs> It'll ruin your life. I do not recommend it. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, it's very good. Very well made. Looks great. Um, the voice cast, they're, they're all really good. They all fit into their roles really well. Yeah, uh, I, uh, Gunner Wright and Tanya Clark both fit back in as Isaac and Nicole very well. Yeah, like so, it's it's cool. It's really I'm really excited to see um, what other changes they made because I've like how you get from chapter one to chapter two is is a bit different now, and I and yeah. I like that. Like 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 they've said, it's all one interconnected ship. It's not yep. just take the tram to go level to level. It's like, no, yeah, no. you can backtrack all the way. <laughs> like, yep. like the, the tram is still there. It's just, so it's, it's a everything fast, else. It's a fast travel now, basically. Exactly. <laughs> like you can it's access it whenever screen. you want. Yeah. <laughs> and also, if someone pointed this out, um, all those lockers and stuff where you get your, where you get, where you find like, you know, ammo and loot and shit. Mm-hmm. Those can like the ones that are like red and are like, oh, you can't open these. They can be opened now. You just yep. have to get security clearance. Yep, you just got to get security clearance and you can open those fuckers again. Like it, it feels like a remake. Like you know, fans of Dead Space who are like you know younger when it came out are like, God, I want to imagine like like who were obsessed with it. It's like, God, what if you could open these lockers or go into mm-hmm. this area and so on and so forth? And now you can. Yep. Like, so it's it's. It, it feels like a fully realized version of like what Dead Space One could have been if it wasn't limited by the tech that it had in two thousand and eight. Right. Not that Dead Space One feels limited, but just in no. terms of like full realization, et cetera, et cetera. But yeah, God, it feels so good with the PS Five controller too. Like it really does. When you turn the the um the emitter on the on the plasma cutter, you feel it in the controller. It's like, uh, mm-hmm. so cool. Yeah. Haptics are cool. Like they're they they, they add a lot to gameplay in my opinion. Yeah. So, so sometimes I feel the need to like turn off the, the adaptive trigger like on certain games because it feels like I don't always like it when the controller fights me, you know? Yeah. But this is it works here. Yeah. So, like, some games don't utilize it very well, but there are other, like, my favorite thing is, you know, when you're drawing a, when you're drawing an arrow on a bow and arrow. Like, right. I think that's very fun. Yeah. Um, you know, even if, you know, you, you have, like, a machine gun and the, the trigger flaps a lot when you, when you pull down on it, like it would with, a, like, it would with regular machine gun or something. Yeah. But sometimes it can be a bit too stiff, but. Yeah. Namely. It, like spider-man yeah like the web swinging you know i feel like they i feel like they almost have it but not quite with the 
with the triggers for that. Yeah. Like they they maybe they do maybe they'll do more research for it in Spider Man too. Who knows? Maybe um, that's why we haven't heard anything about it for two years. <laughs> that, that's the thing holding them back. Not not the development, not the fact that they're that they want to wait until they have like a set release date to show anything. It's just that one fucking adaptive trigger <laughs> for web swinging. That's the thing that no back. one's asking for. <laughs> oh boy. God. But um That game isn't real. That game is not real. Well, according to Yuri Lowenthal, it is. Yuri says a lot of shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess this is a good segue into the news, but... Uh, yeah. uh, I don't mean that, by the way, Yuri. You're great. Please come on our yeah, show. Please. God. Tell us about Spider-Man. I'm still sad we never got to have, like, a full-on guest when we did Living on the Edge. Like, we never yeah. got to... Like, I wanted to get Chip Zdarsky or... Um, Ryan Segman or Donny Cates on, uh, but you know they're busy dudes. But yeah, we got that Josh Keaton cameo. We did. So that was that was nice. It was. But um, yeah, no. So Yuri Lowenthal said that uh, you know, he has a a bit more work to do on Spider Man Two, but that it's making great progress and still insistent that it is coming out in fall. Um. And saying that, I think he said this is their biggest game yet, like Insomniac's biggest game yet, which, yeah, yeah, I hope so. Like, I, I'm pretty, I'm like more than positive that that's indicating, yeah, at the very like, either one, like they're like either Queens or Brooklyn will be available or both will. A hundred percent. They're they're definitely yeah. expanding the map, which I think is the real thing that's making the development go so long. Yeah, because which, building a whole new map takes a while. Yeah, um, I hope they can include Washington Heights because that's a whole borough of the island of Manhattan that they've Doesn't never exist. put it. <laughs> Doesn't exist. They saw the movie in the Heights, and they're like, "That's propaganda." And, and... <laughs> Yeah, it's not real. Lin Manuel Miranda, what are you talking about? That that Washington Heights is not real. No, you, <laughs> you, you mean the Washington Monument? It's in DC. <laughs> you fucking idiot. They just like you fuck like you go over to where Washington Heights is, and it's just like a big Washington Monument replica there, saying "Do not enter." <laughs> Nothing to see here. Don't worry. Move along. Every time you walk by, the fucking men in black neuralize you and turn you around. <laughs> and, you, and then you see fucking Agent J and Agent K fucking sawing off Washington from the, from the island, like with a big no, not with a chainsaw or a buzz saw, like the fucking classical like hand the saw. The Bugs Bunny bandsaw that he used to <laughs> cut, cut off Florida. Just, nothing to see here, people. Don't worry about it. It's fine. But uh. Men in Black 5, when? <laughs> Let's be uh, real, Men in Black 4, because we don't count international. We do not. Here's my real question. MIB 23, when? When? Do you, re- do you remember that was going to happen? Like, that, that was, was a real movie. A, that was a real movie being worked on, and then they killed it. 
because they thought it wouldn't be profitable? Are you fucking kidding me? Both of those franchises couldn't have been hotter at the time. (laughs) Like, both, like, Men in Black 3 just came out, 21 and 22 Jump Street just came out, and both were well-received. Like, what the fuck? Like, I, stupid. I, I don't, I don't understand what that mindset was. But then as soon as Thor Ragnarok came out, they were like, that's it. That's what we were looking for. It's like no one. And then the movie came out and it was not what anyone was looking for. No one could have been looking for it less. Like, uh, God, I just. <sighs> It's such a anyway. sad day. Anyway. Yeah. Um, uh, Sp- Spider-Man 2. When do you think we're actually going to... Like, if you had to, like, make a wild guess or estimate of when we'd get, like, anything, like, whether it be, you know, a a showcase or, like, a solo state of play for that game only. I think we'll get something about midway through February. Maybe. Maybe in the second half. Maybe. I'm what I was feeling is like uh by the end of March there will mm-hmm. be something. Cause they still gotta they still gotta promote uh Resident Evil 4. There hasn't been anything for that since October. Um In fairness, it's Resident Evil 4. People, I mean that's true. Buy it. Like no no one they're not hurting for marketing, but but they do gotta like, you know, probably you know, write do the last bit of pushing for marketing of the game yeah um sometime next month yeah I, i've noticed compared to like movies and tv video games don't need half as much marketing it seems it does they don't but it it helps a lot it mainly does cause, honestly mainly just because i like marketing <laughs> like i, I like seeing yeah. cool trailers me too but i think like you know, God of War, it it had like two actual trailers and then the last month before the release it was just nonstop the thirty second teasers and that's all it needed. And Steve Carell dressed up as Kratos. I forgot about it, that. No, that was that was Ben Stiller. I confuse those two all the fucking time. They're like variants of each other from different universes. Like Sure. What you don't see it? No. Well, these nuts. Anyway, um, that's all I can say when I don't know what to say. When nobody, <laughs> I've noticed. <laughs> what gave? What gave the impression? Um, Our entire Last of Us two episode. <laughs> it was either these nuts or skill issue. That's it. <laughs> that's all it was. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no, I. I do think it won't like it'll be before April, I think. If like maybe if they really want to wait like until they're ready to show something like fully like they're like the game is 90% done like that kind of thing, then maybe like May. But I don't know, because I mean, like, again, fall could be any time between late august to december 31st so that's a big window of like whenever they decide to release it um but 
Yeah, I I just want to see something. <laughs> I just want something. Anything. Like, ugh, but, yeah. But, um, uh, moving on, Last of Us 2, Last of Us, uh, got renewed for season two. Yep. Um, gasp if you were surprised. Exactly. Um, yep. <laughs> like, I mean, the, the first two episodes are like, it's one of HBO's most watched shows of all time. Yeah. So, it, they're, yeah, <laughs> they're set. They 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 don't need to, they don't need to do anything. They can they can beat Pedro Pascal with the golf club in episode one, and people will still be there for it. They don't need to make another game. They can just live off of this forever. That's true. They very well could. Maybe what if they just say fuck making Last of Us three game? Let's just make a season three, and that and that's it. That's that's what Neil Druckmann would want probably. <laughs> Because I get, I swear, I keep saying it. Every time that man talks, it sounds like he wants to work on anything except video games. I'm not gonna refute that. Like, it just—I don't know. It, yeah, yeah. It, like, like he—he's passionate about storytelling. Yes. It's just but, his, it, he feels like he would rather do it for movie or TV. He just hasn't yeah. been able to till now. And you know, and you know what? If that's the case, good for him, I guess. Like, if he wants to do more TV and film scripts, that is good for him. Like, because you know what? The scripts for episode one and two were, were pretty damn good. And I know that was mainly Craig Mazin. I know he's, like, the main writer. Like, mm-hmm. but, but still, you know, that was Neil's original script that Craig is adapting. So, yeah. um, but... Yeah, and they did confirm it's going to adapt the events of part two. Um, so no in-between season of uh, Joel and Ellie doing stuff. And then her finding out the truth. Um, which, honestly, I get it. I wouldn't know how to really make a, a complete season out of that. Because you'd kind of have a, a main status quo of, like, yeah. we're still in Jackson. Like, I, I get that. Um I don't know, but I'm convinced Abby's going to show up in the finale. Oh, yeah. Like, it's rumored that they've already cast her, and she might be played by uh, an actress named Shannon Barry from a show called The Wilds. Mm -hmm. She looks a lot like Abby. Like, let let me show you a picture of her. And the reason people think it is because Neil Druckmann follows her on Instagram. Oh, okay. Then, yeah. So it's not just because we were like, oh, this person just looks like her. No, it's because Mr. Oh, yeah, I see. Yeah. Like, she looks like she could be around Bella's age. Like, I always thought Abby was, you know, a bit older than Ellie by, like, four or so years, probably. that, yeah. But, but, um, yeah, no, like, that, she looks awfully similar to Abby, so... Probably that will happen. Maybe yeah. it's a post-credit scene where it's like, yeah. I, <laughs> just... I've seen so many people on the hardest copium you've ever seen going. Maybe they won't kill Joel this time. It's like, are you people fucking stupid? That's the. <laughs> it's literally the. It's literally the one thing holding all of part two together. <laughs> like I, here's my thing. Like, 
and you know this and you know i know i know you don't like the story of part two so like this doesn't hold weight for you um or for other people who don't like the story that story would not hold water if it if anyone else died instead of joel like that story could not happen joel Joel dying was never an issue i had with that game story it was just everything else around it yeah like like people like i'm because uh you know they marketed it to look like it was dina who died and i'm like this is kind of a weird angle because we don't know and also really we're gonna bury the gay again yeah so that was but no that was a that was a cop-out that was uh they killed they killed troy baker we tricked you into thinking we were going to commit, you know, the horrible stereotype again that we did in the first game twice, if you include the DLC. But no, we just killed the 50-year-old man with a golf <laughs> club. <laughs> tricked but, you. Tricked Pranked. <laughs> what, what if, like, after they did it, they were just like, it's just a prank, Ellie. Have you ever have fun? It's just, it's just a joke. What, what was the name of the dude from Punked? was that ashton kutcher was that yes the... it was yeah <laughs> he <laughs> just walks in after ashton... Joel gets beat to death not not ashton kutcher the guy who played him in the epic movie yes that, that guy shows up and it's like ellie you just got punked <laughs> and then and then he and then he looks down and realizes that joel is actually dead he's like oh oh um that was supposed to be the prop golf club um well, that just happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh boy, but uh, but yeah, no, like, and they said that if they did adapt, uh, like Craig implied that part two might take up more than one season. I could see that. I just don't know it, how they do it. I feel like it has to because there's so much shit you have to do. That that is true. It's a it's a. It's double you, the length of the first game. You can't condense that into what eight episodes? Yeah. Maybe what they do is like season two is Ellie's story, and then season three is Abby's story. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like maybe they could do it where it's like you know, both events happen simultaneously. I think that's of- what they're gonna do because I think that just makes more sense for a TV show. Yeah, because like, I, I, it the game pissed off enough people. I don't think people are gonna be happy of a show where you follow the shit for the for you know one season and then it ends on a hard cliffhanger. And you have to wait for season three, where you have to spend another eight episodes to get to the cliffhanger from the last season. Yeah, <laughs> like that, that's not gonna work. I c- I could see them doing it, but the the thing is like. Like part two works best on its first playthrough because because it it makes you feel like it it takes it tries and whether or not it works for you or doesn't that's all subjective and that's up to you mm-hmm. um but like it takes you and it's like, okay, we're going here, boom, you just watched your father die now you're really fucking pissed. And it like knows it anticipates the emotions that you're gonna have, and so you go through Ellie's section of the game, um, and the intent is like you become 
like as time goes on, you become more and more distant from Ellie as she, you know, does things that are morally questionable, um, <laughs> to say the least. Um, but uh, Sad. yeah. And then when it switches to Abby, it anticipates like the intent was like, yeah, you're going to be pissed when the games like play as Abby. Like right. I'm like that was the intent. Like yeah, because the challenge is, can you sympathize with somebody? Can you play as and like sympathize with the villain in the story? And, and, the, and the answer for me was, yeah, because I have basic empathy and she's an actual character. <laughs> but, but Brian, she, no. she, she's a woman with muscles. Yeah, that's, that's bad. Awesome. That's bad. No, it's raw. <laughs> she, she beats zombies to death like fucking Chris Redfield. It's awesome. Yeah, exactly. Like, but. <laughs> Yeah, but like that is the challenge and it's like that I don't know if they could do that a second time for the show No, like because it's a very um, specific game that they play with the players emotions here's what they should do for the show right so mm-hmm. instead of killing Joel with a golf club she just punches the mountain and causes an avalanche and crushes him with a boulder <laughs> I wish. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. Well, it's a fucking video game. Let's do it. We just have superpowers now in this world. Fuck it. There's mushroom people. Who cares? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no. Season two is happening. Um, it, hopefully it'll be good. Yeah. Season one is good so far. Yeah. And I know, I know people have had reservations, including you, have reservations no, how they changed Tess's death up. Yeah, I, like, I didn't like. I get it. I just didn't like it. That's valid. Yeah, like I will not like. I will defend the thought process with it, and I will defend the execution. But I, I will absolutely understand ev- everyone who does not like it, because yes, it is very uncomfortable and could can read as very mean spirited. But. Yeah, that- that's how it feels to me. It just felt mean for no reason to this character. But like that, that, I, again, I do get yeah. why they did it. Why it works for me is the lighter part because that to me was like a very cool visual of like her humanity is fading, like the fire inside of her is fading and won't light. And then like right at the last second, she gets to go out her way. So that that's why it worked for me. But I, I get, I definitely get why it wouldn't work for a lot of people. But yeah, but next episode, oof, we get to bury them both. <laughs> we don't know that. We don't know that. I don't have faith. <laughs> hey, everyone! Everyone who's reviewed the show has said this is this is the best episode. I don't have faith. <laughs> I, I'm sure it'll be good. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm I'm maybe just fucking around. <laughs> Uh, when it when it always comes to the last of us, that's what. You- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, speaking of video game adaptations, um, mm-hmm. so you don't know this yet. I don't. But there is some Tomb Raider news. Uh oh. So Amazon is making a Tomb Raider TV show. Okay. They have not announced who is playing Lara Croft, but okay. they've announced who the writer is. 
Who is the writer? Movie? Is Phoebe Waller Bridge from Fleabag? Okay. She is very critically acclaimed. She's a very okay. cl- critically acclaimed writer. Like she stars in and writes that show. Okay. But but yeah, no, like everyone is in unanimous agreement that she's a fantastic writer. Okay. That well, that cool. is that's one part of it. Oh. The other part is Uh-oh. that Amazon wants to make a Tomb Raider show movie and game that are all connected in the same universe. How do you, how do you how do you feel about that? <sighs> Cuz we did they did say recently that Amazon was developing a game. They did they did What uh, are they releasing it on? We're gonna bring back the Stadia. <laughs> they have their own. They do. They're gonna put it on that the Luna, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah. It, uh. Apparently, Amazon didn't get the memo from Hasbro when they tried that with Transformers that it doesn't fucking work. Uh, what are you talking about? Yeah. It's <laughs> Like Hasbro had this thing called the aligned continuity. It was not. Uh, it was supposed <laughs> to tie together the games they were putting out at the time, the shows, and even the books. Uh, the game, you know, War for Cybertron, Fall of Cybertron, they're gray. They do that thing. And the show was Transformers Prime. And the writers went, We don't give a fuck, and just did their <laughs> own thing. And Hasbro went, Wait, no. Uh oh. Uh, d- but. D- d- Oh shit! <laughs> and and then it all just and then the books were basically just there to try and fail miserably to make it make sense. Ugh. So, um, yeah, they gave up. <laughs> that's the thing when you develop an interconnected universe, everyone has to be on the same page. That's the like, thing. You need a team to do all this. Who are all like. We agree yeah. on what the lore is, what the story is. Like we, we're all in agreement on this, right? Like, no. But it, <laughs> it happened with that universe, as you said. It happened with the with the DCU. Now it's well. Hopefully, it won't happen with this. But it's it Amazon. <laughs> I say that as if Amazon hasn't made good shows. The Boys is like one of my favorite shows of all time. Yeah, The Boys is great. Invincible is great. The uh, critical role, like Vox Machina thing, is great. Like they're they're killing it right now, which is pretty nice. Yeah, I still haven't seen Lord of the Rings mainly just because. Me neither. Sorry, I don't give a shit about it. Me neither. I don't think anyone did. Like I like I I don't really like like I like not the f- I don't want to fall in with those people who are like. They they have a woman as a main character and they have black people as elves. This is bad. Like, yeah, because th- those people are awful. Yeah, and walk into a meat grinder. Um, but like, it it just it didn't grip me really. Like it just no. I see it and I'm just like, there have been so many fucking like fantasy medieval fantasy shows. Just kind of looks like those just again, like. I don't. I don't know. Like, not to say you can't do interesting things or like different things with Lord of the Rings, but 
it just I guess because it also took like five years to finally come out and like because right. they they had so many rewrites they like Will Poulter was going to be in the show at one point but then he quit like because it was taking so damn long like it was their most expensive show ever it was like a billion dollar show and yeah which that that makes me sick a little yeah like I don't know I just I saw like the first trailer and I was like it looks fine I, it, I don't it know it looks like fantasy shit yeah like the thing is fantasy isn't my biggest cup of tea like no. it like I like the Lord of the Rings trilogy I really like the Lord of the Rings trilogy because I like those characters right um, and like I'm sure the characters in this one are are good too I'm sure about it but I just they ain't I'm, Frodo. Yeah. <laughs> they, ain't, they ain't the goat Samwise Ganji. No. I don't even like Lord of the Rings, and even I like those guys. Exactly. Ugh. I love how Frodo and Sam are extremely gay. And then at yep. the end, Sam marries some, some, some woman. Some, some lady. And Frodo goes to, goes to heaven. It's the super hell. <laughs> right next to the gay angel from from Supernatural. God. The turn, fact turn. that that made it to TV astounds me. That that's insane. And like to be fair, like not to be fair, but like they do say in the finale Oop. that he got out. Stop! 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 Okay. The f- Sorry, my timer was freaking out. <laughs> okay. But uh yeah, like I said, I think in the finale they did kind of say like, "Oh yeah, he got out." But did you not have enough money to show that? <laughs> like No. That was one of your main characters. No. And then and then the other gay gets killed by tetanus. It wasn't really tetanus, so it was just he he got impaled on a on like a on a nail on this column, yeah. And he, he died standing, which looked really awkward. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> but all right, should we should we get to our? Yeah, I don't think we have any other news left, do we? Yeah. No. Yeah. <sighs> dun 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 dun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to think of a follow up to that, but <laughs> but uh, break, Breaking Bad, fixing good. Um, it's a show that uh defined a generation. It was the show that questioned what if TV shows could be good. <laughs> what if we made a good TV show? What about that? But no, it it was a groundbreaking show because like. From day one, like Vince Gilligan's favorite thing to say about uh, Breaking Bad is like, we're going to turn. What if I made a show where we turn Mr. Chips into Scarface? And everyone's like, oh, but like not in terms of he becomes that by the end of the pilot or something. No, no. Going to be a five season story arc. It's going to be a fucking character arc. Like not that shows have never been serialized before because that's straight up lie. But, yeah, no, that's incorrect. Like, it's incorrect to say that 
there were not shows that have done like long character arcs or descents into villainy, but this was like the show to show like, oh, TV shows can be can be awesome. like that, yeah, <laughs> like, and uh, you know, like that was the show to watch for a long time. Like back then, it was like either Breaking Bad or Walking Dead. Then it became Game of Thrones and Stranger Things, and now it's The Boys and The Last of Us. No. <laughs> well, you didn't. You're denying. Yes. How could you? It's only two episodes in, man. And it's the best show of the year. Your point? It's January. Uh huh. <laughs> then what month is it? Only I know. Anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> just gaslight you on. I, just, I pull a Walter White and just gaslight you on what month it is in order for you to agree with me. God. That, that is something Walt would do to Jesse. Oh, absolutely. He, he'd like change all his clocks and shit to say it's like six weeks ahead or whatever. <laughs> and Jesse would believe it. I, I need to see like a series of shorts where Walt just does it, but it's funny. Like it, like it's not fucked up. It's just funny. <laughs> I guarantee you, they thought about it. Uh, They're but, doing a Super Bowl ad, which has a fucking teaser for popcorners of all things. <laughs> Who eats popcorners? I've never heard of them until. Like we sell them in my store. It's they're weird. Have you had them? No. Uh, they they just look weird. They're they're basically. Doritos made of popcorn. Why not just eat popcorn? No. Uh, I guess this it, is like organic or I guess, something. I guess maybe if you don't want to get kernels in your teeth. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, but um, but yeah, Breaking Breaking Bad um started in two thousand and eight, went all the way until t- late twenty thirteen. Um, For those who don't know, in case you live under a rock, Breaking Bad is a story of one Walter Hartwell White, who is a sad little man in a sad little house. Um, He has a wife and a son. house is not small. (laughs) Well, this is him describing his... Um, I guess back in, like, 2008, that's... Not a very big house. No, that was the housing crisis. So it's like you know, true. Yeah. Okay. No, he's just full just, of shit. He's just a dickhead. He's just full of shit. But uh, but um, like he gets diagnosed with stage four lung cancer out of nowhere. Yeah. Like he's literally like he's doing two jobs. One's a chemistry teacher, and then when he's off that, he's got to work at the shitty car wash. Mm-hmm. And while he's washing a car, he just coughs up blood and passes out. Mm-hmm. And uh, they diagnose him with lung cancer. And he's like, that makes no sense. Oh, well. Yeah. I'm and, not going to look into this any further. Yeah. Anyway, um, time to cook meth. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, you know, his wife, Skylar, she's pregnant with, with their daughter. Um, 
his son Walt Jr. Uh, he likes breakfast. Um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's from the, that's 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 his character. That's his main character trait, which he is breakfast. I love that uh, a real promo piece they did um, mm-hmm. before season five was an impact font meme of Walt Jr. that said, let's cook breakfast. What? What? They did impact font memes for like all of like I'm lucky these out. Like for Walt, it was kiss to cook. <laughs> oh my god. But uh, but yeah, no. So the main gist is Walt is like, I gotta get money from and and to leave my family after I die. So he decides to um partner up with his former student named Jesse Pinkman, who is a meth dealer and meth cook, and they both start to cook the purest form of crystal meth known to man. Yep. And they get into some wacky hijinks. Um with like some, murder. Like murder <laughs> and uh and a lot of murder. And assault and burglary. Uh, burglary. <laughs> Stealing federal property. Yeah. Breaking um, into government compounds. A bit more murder. A lot of it. Um, Maybe not murder, but not saving someone when you very easily could have. Manslaughter. Murder. Murder <laughs> with some with some crazy zany characters like like Crazy Eight, Tuco, Gus, Mike, Mike. the Nazis. <laughs> God. For those who do not know, no, we are not joking. Season this is final this season. Is this is all shit that happens, people. The final season to show how far Walt's gone into villainy. He teams up with neo-Nazis. He literally just works with the Nazis, no problem. Yep. And and Jesse Plemons. He does nothing wrong. He's just there. Yeah. He doesn't shoot a child. What are you talking about? Oh, <laughs> don't forget all the bodies they deserve in, in acid. Why is this of all things a running gag of this show? Like, that's ins- it's insane that that's like we a have con- to melt these bodies. Like first it was crazy. First it was not crazy. It was his, it was his uh, cousin Amelia um, that they dissolved in acid and then it eats through the toilet through the through the tub. Ew. Oh boy! But uh, and then they have to flush it down the toilet and it eats through the pipes. <laughs> And the, it's like they got the. I think Crazy Eight was like the one that was like chained up in the basement, right? Yeah. With the with the fucking bicycle lock around his neck, which that is, that is the most dehumanizing shit I've ever seen. Mm. <laughs> but he's just sitting there seeing the pipes leak blood and guts. He's like, "What the fuck? This is horrifying." They had to put Jesse had to put a piece of the jar in the in the toilet. Yeah, I'd be mortified. That was his friend. <laughs> it, was. it was. Yeah, they, they, they said he knew him since they were kids. What the fuck? Oh boy, but uh, and there's you know some characters here and there like like Saul Goodman, um, 
like uh, like Skinny Pete and Badger and Combo until he dies um, at the end of season two. Um, that that was in season two, right? Yeah, that was. Um, uh, uh, what was season two? When Combo died. Oh yeah, that was season two. Yeah. Um, cause the kid, cause the kid shot him and then it's like, oh, this kid's actually the brother, this girl Jesse's dating. Um, in the future. In the future. Yeah. Small world to have a yeah, We, we didn't write that yet, but it worked yeah. out for us. Worked out. First, there was just supposed to be like this fucked up thing of look at this kid. He has, he's being hired to shoot like this dude. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, and now he's the brother of this girl that Jesse's dating. It's like, oh, Ugh. And he doesn't blame the kid at all, which is great. Yeah, no, like, not not even a little. Because, like, yeah, why why would you? He probably went through similar experiences. Like, not as much, clearly, but, like, he probably went through, like, falling in with the wrong crowd as a kid and stuff. But, yeah. But, so let's break this down. So, season one was, you know, very standard. It was kind of a little bit, a little bit episodic. Um, where, you know, they're just trying to cook and sell meth. To uh, to Tuco, all while uh, Walt's cancer gets more and more advanced, and he has to decide whether or not he's gonna he's gonna do treatment and stuff. Yep. But uh, let's real quick. Let's talk. Let's talk about season one. What were your some? What were like? What was your favorite episode of season one, or what were your favorite moments? Uh, okay. Uh, with season one, I have three moments that I'm like that like what defined the show for me kind of going forward and just they all held true uh first one is uh walt and skylar go to like the the party at gretchen and elliot's like it, mm-hmm. it's elliot's birthday right yeah That's what it was okay yeah but like they go to the party there and like they find out that like walt has cancer and they offer to pay for for it no, no problem like give him a job at their their company like you know patch up their their obviously like weird past of like Walt yeah. just walked out on them one day mm-hmm. and like try to make up for it and Walt just tells him no fuck mm-hmm. you cuz <laughs> it's it's like that that's what sets like Walt's character for the rest of the show of just no I'm doing this because I want to yeah, like that's the first indication that he is, you know, it's that toxic masculinity kind of thing. And mm-hmm. like, because, you know, he's not in the, not not to say, it, it's nobody's fault except his, like it's all his own fault. Yeah. But he's, he no one told him he had to cook meth to make yeah. money. Yeah, no one, no one did. But it, he wasn't, he like, didn't show up yet. Yeah. But for his own flaws to flourish, he wasn't in the greatest of environments because he had Hank as like the kind of the kind of douchey older bro- the kind of douchey brother in law who was like the one everyone liked to talk to. Like yeah, nobody he, like, he, like even at his own birthday party, everyone yeah, wanted to hang out with Hank more than him. Yeah, and Hank immediately like puts on the news to show him and go me like talking and like and then like the big moment too, which um like was when Walt told like his family that he had cancer. Uh-huh. Hank is like doesn't really know what to say. Like he very clearly feels bad. Yeah. Like he's like, like uh like he's, he's he's bad with feelings. Yeah, because he's he's a douchey he's, he's a man's he's a man. Cop. He's a cop. Yeah, exactly. He's a right. 
and not just a cop. He's like a super cop. He's a DEA cop. And and the only thing he says is like, well, just so you know, whatever happens, I'll, I'll take care of Skylar and the kids. And that really gets under Walt's skin. Like that. Yeah. That, like, because he, he didn't mean it in like a, a bad way. It's just Walt took it that way because that's how he is, you know? Because Walt was either raised to be or he just became like that kind of guy who is this whole mindset of I have to be the, the quote unquote man of the house. I have to provide for everything. I have to be the one with the final say in everything like the toxic masculinity, you know, nuclear family mentality kind of shit. And he, and like, that's why he's so miserable in his life, which pretty much normal and fine by all things considered. Like he's so miserable because he can't like overcome his own fucking patheticness of just, of, of, being someone so obsessed with being the douchiest alpha male ever, but he's in the body of a nerd. <laughs> this is the body of a fucking poindexter. Literally. Like it it's just uh but um but yeah carry carry on with your with your thoughts. Uh right, okay. So that that was like one of my first moments. Uh the other that part where like they're Walt and Jesse are fighting over the meth and Walt's just yelling at him to get off the toilet. (laughs) They just start kicking each other. (laughs) It's like, okay, this is your guys' dynamic. I get it. That's what makes Walt and Jesse like a perfect duo. They're both stupid. They're both so unbelievably stupid. Like, Walt is smart in terms of, like, chemistry and shit, and can, like, can, like, do certain things, but anything else, he's a fucking moron. Yeah, like, he fails upward. He does. That is his entire being of, if I fail hard enough, I will succeed. Like, and and he dies (laughs) for a little bit. For about yeah. a year, he does. Yeah, you know, it was not worth it. <laughs> no, uh, but uh, let's see. Uh, the other, uh, what was the last one I did? Oh, when Walt goes to meet with Tuco, yeah, in, the, in his like shithole building, and just throws the fucking explosive on the ground and blows up the whole room we see with him it. in it. This is not meth. <laughs> it's like how'd you survive that <laughs> what? that was the moment he got hooked like on yeah. the adrenaline and shit like yeah. like cause at, when he gets back in the car with his money he's like Argh! yeah like, he, he just starts screaming just jacked up on testosterone and shit but yeah no that that was great yeah. like, I loved episode 3 a lot of Walt trying to find any reason to not kill Crazy Eight. Because yeah, as shitty of a person Walt is deep down because he's very insecure about himself and his situation in life. Like, he can't ever be happy with himself because he has this idea of what a man is supposed to be, etc., mm-hmm. etc. But he still is like, I do not want to kill someone. 
Like, yeah, I don't want to kill a guy. Like, and it could be seen as just him being cowardly or him not deal with the aftermath. But like, even still, he's like, he's like, give me a reason to not kill you. Right. And he and Crazy Eight have this weird bonding session of like talking about that furniture store that his family owned, mm-hmm. and like how how Walt used to go there, and like how they might have even met before or something. And Walt is like just about ready to uh to like be willing to let him go but then he puts the plate shards back together mm-hmm. and he sees that the big one is missing you know the big mm-hmm. knife shaped one yeah the perfectly dagger shaped one <laughs> <laughs> and he's like he's desperately looking for that piece because mm-hmm. he knows like if he has it that means that was all bullshit like yeah that means he has to kill him. Yeah, like he if he lets him go, he is going to kill him. Yeah. Like like he will come after his family. Like he, that that's what he will do. So he has like he just goes to him and he's like and he's like you're not going to stand with the play chart, are you? And then crazy it immediately tries to kill him, but then Walt just strangles him with the yep. with the bike with the bike lock and Yeah. Oh god. It was fucked up. Like, it was. But, and then Walt just like goes and cries in the bathroom or something afterwards. Mm-hmm. We can't forget the part where Walt just fucking tokes up. Oh <laughs> yeah, that that was the other part I for, I forgot about. Yeah, like him and Jesse flip a coin. Alright, who's gonna get the barrel to like so that we can dump the dead body to melt it? And who's gonna kill the guy in the basement? And you know, th- fucking 30 minutes later, Jesse comes back. I didn't get the barrel, and Walt's just sitting there smoking. <laughs> See, you <laughs> kill the guy. Like you fucking use the fucking like the gas stove to light it. It's like Jesus Christ. It's one of my favorite images of all time. So <laughs> good. But yeah, no, Walt killing Crazy Eight. That that whole episode was great. Um, yeah. The the finale with Tuco with Tuco like showing oh shit. No, this guy we can't like. This we're not is not we a sustainable business model. <laughs> like he just straight up kills one of his own dudes over nothing, <laughs> over nothing. And then in season two, he comes back. He's like, "Hey guys, he's not breathing. Where- Can you guys help him?" And they're like, "No, no, you, you beat him to death." If you- Surprisingly, if you strike the brain enough, it's it gonna stops die. Working. <laughs> Would have thought. Brain broke. Brain broke. Can't be fixed. But uh, but yeah, no. Um, like, I think you covered my favorite moments too. Like, it's just it. The pilot's just a good pilot too. Like, just it really is. Like, just oh, all <laughs> the fucking part <laughs> where where like Jesse shows up in Walt's backyard. And Walt's like trying to fight him, looking for a wire. And then Jesse <laughs> just says in the most perfect way, "Homo." It's <laughs> like, "You want a wire? Speak you to the mic, bitch." Holy <laughs> moly! Pulls his crotch. Oh god! But um, but uh, yeah, no. Se- season one was a uh, was a good start. It was only yeah. seven episodes. Yeah. I also really liked when Jesse finally saw the. Uh, that Walt, um, that Walt was, you know, had cancer. 
Like Yeah, that whole sequence. I, I really like the bit where he tells him like you should put an ice pack on your head when you go through chemo, it'll help with the hair loss. Yeah. He's like, fuck like, that. That's what, his, that's what his aunt used to do. Mm-hmm. But he's like, ah, fuck that. Yeah. Shave. Lex Luthor time. Hell yeah. This will be the basis of every fan cast for the next 20 years. <laughs> All those Batman v Superman trailers are going to eat this up. They did for a while. They I did. remember. Ugh, but, uh,. Yeah, no, season one was just a good, like, introduction to the characters. Like, I can't really remember much of what Hank did in season one. I know season one showed that Marie was a kleptomaniac. Mm-hmm. Like, that was a big and story then, arc. And then they abandoned it for three seasons. Yeah, because they were like, ah, eh, we don't know what to do with you. Yeah, we, we didn't really know what we were doing with this, so, yeah. yeah. I like her, though. You know, Betsy Brand does a great job as Marie. Oh, she's great. Yeah. All the all the actors are great. Fucking yeah, I can't name a bad performance in the entire show. Dean Norris needs to be in more stuff and not he just does. fucking instead of just doing cameos where fifteen year old redditors pay him to say whatever the hottest meme of the week is. Like I, I see that, that poor man. man. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he's having fun, but he deserves more. I hope he is. It just like if he wasn't, I don't think he'd be doing it anymore. Like but. it was funny at at the at the Walt. You seem kind of sus thing. Like it was funny at that, but yeah, that was funny. <laughs> but oh, it's just one. kind of it's just kind of gotten uh, a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> also, when Walt Junior's like, "Why don't you just fucking die already?" Like while he's walking, while he's watching Aqua Teen Hunger Force. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That's my hero right there. That's my man. But um but yeah, so season two is when shit like shit doesn't really get hit doesn't really hit the fan fully until the end of season three. But season two is still, you know, an intense season. Mm-hmm. Like, like uh you know, season two is, you know, them, you know, first three episodes are them dealing with Tuco. Then they kind of try to start up their own empire for a bit. But then they meet Gus near the end and then, you know, they start to work with him. Yep. And, but mainly the story of season two is Skylar's getting closer to finding out Walt, who that Walt is a, is a meth dealer. Yeah. And at the end of, season two she well she doesn't learn that he's a meth dealer but she learns that he's been lying yeah he's clearly up to some shady shit yeah like the other cell phone thing that that's real like that that's not bullshit yeah that that was one of my favorite moments Mm -hmm. where where he's just like on the fucking gurney and she's like uh uh, do you want me to get your cell phone he's like hmm which one he's like ugh and you just see the fucking like a switch flips in her yeah. face just completely shifts to being and, so pissed off. And a gun. God, fucking she, amazing. she deserves all the awards she ever got for this show. Like, and then some. And none of the fucking hate mail that she The fact that she got hate mail is People something. People are the worst. Like, 
do you guys not realize that Walt is a villain? <laughs> like, as we've learned the past couple of years, no, they didn't. You do know that a protagonist doesn't equal a hero, right? That no. a protagonist can be a villain and an antagonist can be a hero, right? No. Like, no. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, shit just uh, breaks breaks my breaks my hope for humanity. But but um but yeah no season two um you know like I said deals with Tuco at the start but then they try to build their own empire. Yep. They meet Saul. I was gonna say that we meet the goat. We meet the goat. Who the some man have said so good that he got his own show. Yeah. People have basically said that like by the end of Better Call Saul, Jimmy feels like more of the main character of the Breaking Bad universe than Walt ever does. Yeah. Which I will watch Better Call Saul one day. Yeah, I've only seen I, the first episode where Tuco just comes out as like Tuco just come shows up at the end and it's like <gasps> Yep. I was jumping up and down in my seat at that. I'm like, oh shit. Just a funny man. Yeah. He's going to yell at people and beat him to death. <laughs> and he did. I'll never get over that edit of Tuco with the Infinity Stones. <laughs> You've seen that, right? Yeah. <laughs> just takes the stones and crushes them up. Stano just... <laughs> just stands there. <laughs> And then and Thanos tries to go after him, and then he fucking hits him with the with the hammer, and he's like, "Oh yeah, look at that!" Look. <laughs> but he's still holding the hammer. God, oh, what a perfect edit! But <sighs> but yeah, no, um, yeah. What what are your favorite moments from this season? Uh, Our favorite the, episode. Yeah. So. The, the entire episode where we get to meet Saul, you know, that's just amazing. I mm. I thought it was just a meme. I didn't realize until I watched the episode that Saul actually says, Hi, I'm Saul Goodman. Did yeah. you know that you have rights? Yeah. <laughs> I lost so my good. shit. It's so good. I love it's it. Perfect commercial. Uh but uh yeah, so that that whole episode I really liked it. Also the beginning part with like combo trying to deal with the guy who's an undercover cop. Mm-hmm. Like do that whole sequence and then he finally like does it and then the guy immediately pulls a gun on him as a thousand <laughs> cops just swarm him. It's like, yeah, no, cops can't lie to you and say they aren't cops. Yes, they can. Yeah, they can. That whoever told you that is wrong. That's not a yeah, whoever, that's never been a thing. Whoever told you that is a cop. Yeah. <laughs> What would be the point of undercover cops if they legally had to tell you they were a cop? Exactly. That's the, you guys are stupid. Uh, but uh, let's see what else. Um, our favorite moments. Uh, the, oh God, was it season one or two that Jesse went back to his house? That was season one. Oh, okay. Because in season two, they kick him out of his aunt's house. Right, right, right. It smells like it smells like cat piss in here, because you know, ammonia smells needs make meth and smells like. How do meth? How do meth cooks fucking work 
when they smell cat piss everywhere. It's tolerance. I would put a gun in my head. I couldn't yeah. do it. Yeah, no. Me neither. Don't put me in this business. I won't I have that. a cat and I can't even deal with it. Right. The litter box is bad enough. Yeah. <laughs> like and, and that's like that smell diluted. Mm-hmm. But yeah. That something I do appreciate about this uh about the show is they intentionally get some of the chemistry wrong in the show so that real people don't just cook meth at home. Oh yeah, but they did actually learn how to do it. They did the actual dudes taught like Brian Cranston and Air Paul how to make meth. It's like yeah. all right. That's a bit they, much, but all right. But they do, you know, leave methods out. Yeah. I guess they do it just to ensure that like, you know, they don't accidentally get it right. Yeah, that on live TV they fucking actually make meth live, and, live TV. Is <laughs> it? As if it's like in front of Breaking Bad was filmed in front of a live studio audience. I mean, that first season may as well have been. <laughs> I'm just imagining the the White House, like the, the fucking like sitcom setup. Oh my god, I, I, you, hey, Skyler, I'm home. You, you could put like season one especially like you could play footage from that season and edit a laugh track over it i couldn't tell the difference god i'd kill to like even as just a one-off i would kill to see like breaking bad filmed in front of a live studio audience do it oh god so Um, continue continue it's all right uh i try to remember where i was uh um Oh, season season two is when they get stuck in the desert, right? Yeah, that that's that's up there as one of my favorite episodes of the whole show. Ah, uh, wire. <laughs> he just stares at him, just like. <laughs> <laughs> and then, oh god, in the other part right before that, where he's like, like where Walt's like, we're gonna build something, and just goes, a robot. <laughs> and Walt is just like done walt wants to kill himself he wants to die from the cancer already he's like you know what maybe we deserve to die out here and just when when walt like accidentally starts a fire so jesse takes all their drinking water all of it and pours it on the fire as walt is walking back with the fire extinguisher it's like Jesus Christ, you guys. <laughs> this is a fucking comedy duo. It is. It's great. Like, again, seasons one and two are like dark comedies. It's like. They really are. I think it's like as soon, like we said, as soon as Jane dies, it's like that. Oh, no. That's when it like really shifts into no, this is a fucking drama. Because that, that there is, is still some like dark comedy going forward. Yeah. Oh, there is. But like, that to me is like the real point of No Return. That, that's like, when it stops being Walt and Jesse's wacky hijink adventures and goes into, oh my god, please stop. <laughs> For both of your own good, stop. Because here's the thing. Walt could have easily, not easily, but he could have, like, you know, saved Jane from choking and, like, tried to wake her up. All he had like, to do was just, like, push her over to the side. Yeah. And say, hey, I tried to come in to talk to Jesse. I saw you were choking, so I saved you and maybe they would have reconsidered just just stealing from him and ditching him maybe right like 
what, but that that in Malt's mind, that's not a guarantee. It's just and in his mind, he needs Jesse because he needs someone he believes is inferior to him to yeah to work with him. Yeah, I need someone stupider than me that will listen to me and do what I say without question. Mm-hmm. And if he does have questions, they're very easily fooled into thinking I gave him answers. Mm-hmm. So. But, but yeah, like, it, ugh. Uh, sorry, do you have, do you have any more thoughts? Uh, I'm trying to think. I think those are, like, my main ones. Yeah. It, for me, yeah, like, just the whole episode where they're in Tuco's house, like, with, mm-hmm. where we first meet Hector. Yeah, God, I love Hector. Everything with the bell, like, just... <laughs> It's so like creepy and unnerving. Mm-hmm. Like when they put the rice in, in the fucking uh, in the food burrito, in the burrito, yeah. And and Hector immediately is like tapping the bell to tell him something's wrong, and you're mm-hmm. just like, oh fuck. Yeah, how are we gonna you? <laughs> how how are we gonna get out of this one, Jesse? Well, why the fuck would I know, Mister White? <laughs> Miss Walt just sounds like Goofy now. <laughs> Gorsh, as he's melting a body in that. <laughs> Gorsh, that stinks. As it falls through the bathtub into the meat juice. <laughs> just up. Oh god. I did. I did love that. You know, Tuco got a uh, like how Tuco died. Like they just kind of. Mm-hmm. Soften him up, and then Hank just shows up out of nowhere and shoots him in the head. Yeah, it's great. They have a fucking standoff, like the old West. Yeah, Hank's whole arc in season two is really interesting because, like, oh, it's it's awesome. I love it. Like, because you know he starts dealing with PTSD, but because he's you know super bro macho man, he doesn't understand. He doesn't understand that. Yeah, so and he just can't let anyone know that he's like not doing okay. Yeah, because he has to go to. uh El Paso, and he does not fit in there at all. Like, no. like he tries to be like you know, big man on campus, like macho, haha, I'm so cool, and no one buys into his bullshit. And he says, and he says some racist jokes. He loves saying the b word. He loved it in the early seasons a lot. <laughs> I think Gomez finally had a talk with him. Go, okay, dude, cut it out. <laughs> I, I hope he did. Vince. <laughs> Are, I I get I I know it's the point. Hank Hank is racist, right? It, it, Hank is an asshole. Like, like yeah, he's, he, he's a he's, he's got a kind of heart of bronze. <laughs> it's a little <laughs> dusty, <laughs> very it's rusty. There. It's it's there, but but like yeah, season two is when he really kind of shaken up and like. Mm-hmm. Starts to not, not like question who he is, but like kind of just re- starts to reevaluate things about himself. Yeah. yeah. And then they cut off Danny Trejo's head and put it on a turtle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would give anyone PTSD for life. Hey, welcome to. <laughs> <laughs> He's the only one that made it. Hank gets double B- PTSD or yeah, triple, I guess. Me- First for murdering a man, and then 
watching 12 people get exploded by a turtle by a turtle with a with Danny Trejo's head on it <laughs> the, but, the cartel don't fuck around they do not as we see in the next season yeah. um but yeah no we also get the introduction to to like like you said saw but also to Gus and mm-hmm. oh man there's a reason this man is typecast as villains. I was going to say, there's a reason ever since this show, Giancarlo Esposito has never stopped playing Gus Fring in anything he's ever been in. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Fair. I, I wouldn't want to stop playing him either. He did say, though, he wants to play a hero. When- and he should. Like, yeah. They like, should let him. He wants to play Charles Xavier, and you know what? Do it. Yeah. Do it. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Just uh don't don't pay attention to the comic Xavier. He's kind of an asshole. Yeah, I like a lot of people are like maybe we sh- can they do like accurate Xavier? I'm like do we they need could. to? I wouldn't be upset if they did, but I I think Patrick Stewart kind of <laughs> rehabilitated his whole image forever. Also, they tried it two times in Last Stand and Dark Phoenix. And neither time it worked. Look, maybe we can do a one time where Gene isn't the one thing he's an asshole about. Maybe I, I don't like just just because like in 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 the last stand it felt so out of no, like it really did. Especially how like you know he and Logan bonded in the first two movies. Like he helped Logan, he gave Logan much needed therapy basically, and then like Logan tries to give him insight on you know what you like what happens to someone who is a bit unstable gets caged and and he's like i don't have to explain myself least of all to you and it's like least of all like are you excuse me like yeah exactly it's like what the fuck are we not friends are you not my mentor like bro i'm older than you (laughs) And then, and then Dark Phoenix was, oh no, it was Dark Phoenix. Walk to me, you know I can't. God, that's that's, that's awful. Anyway, anyway, back to the good show. Um, uh, Danny Trejo's head killed people. Yeah. Uh, but um, but yeah, Gus is uh, just like so masterful from minute one. Like, mm-hmm. like Walt really has to whittle him down for him to finally like break the facade. Yep. Like he's like, I believe we like what finally gets to Gus is Walt being like, I believe we're the same. And then he's like, No, Mister no. White, I don't think we are. Yeah, it's and, like, no, we're not. Yeah, and no, they are not. No, like Gus is yeah. competent. Gus Gus keeps ego in check and runs an efficient yeah, runs an like, efficient as fuck business. The the one time he lets his ego get the better of him leads to his death. Yeah. <laughs> That's and it. And even then it was kind of valid. Yeah. Like we'll get to it later, but this whole revenge on the Salamanca family, I'm like, yeah, Gus, you do it. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> I'm rooting for you, buddy. Yeah. Like but uh yeah oh wait gus was okay with using children up to a point 
He said no more, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. But uh, God, when when uh, then was like Jesse, where's the meth, Jesse? Where's the meth? Because he has to he has to get the meth to uh, to Gus's men in like yeah. one hour, and and then he's getting the meth, the plastic bags, the Ziploc bags of meth out. Yeah. <laughs> and then he sees that his wife's finally giving birth. He's like, Oh no 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 not now, not now, not now. Yeah. Like, oh god, and so good. And then Jane's just choking on her own vomit in the other room. Oh, that was later. Oh, what? Oh, yeah, 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 it was. Yeah, <laughs> no, that didn't happen yet. For some reason, in my head, I'm like, this is like the exact same time, but no, it was, oh, it was yeah. later. <laughs> just imagine. <laughs> like, he just breaks in, it's like, Jesse, where's the man? As Jane's just choking, <laughs> just <laughs> off to the side. <laughs> it's like, He's like, yeah, get out the way, Jesse. Oh, Jesse. <laughs> oh man. Oh but... no. <laughs> Jesse. God, Jesse. It's so fun to say it like that. I don't know why, but it is. It like it's it, it's never boring. Just to, the very gruff. He almost never sounds like this when he actually says it. It's just. It's just what he, he he rarely ever actually talks like this. Yeah. It's just funny <laughs> to do it. Yeah. Yeah, they uh, they do start to work with Gus because Combo got shot. Right. Which was funny because that did work around because those were Gus's men. Yeah. Oops. Oopsie. <laughs> Sorry. But yeah, also like uh Jesse and Jane's relationship the whole season. Because it's that's so like good. that, like you know the the breaking, the falling apart of Walton Skyler's relationship, mixed with the blooming relationship of Jesse and Jane, mm-hmm. and that's cut short by Walt causing being her death, Walt. being Walt. Yeah, in, and in fairness, they caused it themselves. Like Je- yeah. Jesse and Jane, because admittedly Walt should have done something and could have, but. They shouldn't have taken that heroin. Yeah. Like, the thing is, there is no way he could have done something saved them that wouldn't have ended with him going to prison. Yeah. There there was no happy ending for those two, unfortunately. Yeah. Like, they were both just, you know, they they had a disease. They both had addiction. Like, they couldn't break it, unfortunately. Yeah. Jane, even though she was, like, clean for a long time, decided... She like she got she got hooked back onto it. And yep. relapses are real. Even if yeah. it's been a while, relapses can be yeah. hard core. I mean they they suck. Yeah. But um I say this as if I have experience. I, I don't have personal experience. Like, Me neither, but I I can figure it sucks. Yeah. Like it it it's it's fucked, but yeah. It's really sad because, oh, excuse me, sorry, I had dominoes before this. Oh, nice. <laughs> but um, but uh, but yeah, like uh, because you know, there Jane was kind of convincing Jesse, rightfully, that Walt was using him and he should get away from, him. and yeah. and Jane gets his half of the money, which I understand why Walt was keeping it because yeah. Like Jesse needed to get clean. Like, yeah, he he would have just used it on drugs immediately. And I mean, it's kind of implied that's what they were gonna do. 
Like they were gonna run away, but they probably both they yeah, probably would have both would... eventually. Oh yeah, no, they both said, Oh yeah, no, we'll go clean, you know, starting tomorrow. It's gonna be great. It's like, no, you weren't. Yeah. Everyone says that. Mm-hmm. Like, so God that and then and I read about this because I, I read a and did a project on Brian Cranston's uh autobiography, A Life in Parts. Mm-hmm. Um and I like the reason it's called that is because each chapter is about a role he played. Oh nice. Like, yeah, a life in parts, like the part he played. That's like, good. Like whether it be, you know, a real life part like a son or, you know, Walt. Like he did several chapters on Walt, but like his first chapter was uh, talking about his acting during Jane's death and how he said like through because you know you can get some very strange emotions through the acting process and I'm an actor I know this like I've I've experienced this how I cried on stage one time was that I was remembering Morgana's death in Persona in Persona 5 <laughs> that's how I did it <laughs> I'm not go. joking that's how I did it. it was whatever works after, man it was months after I played that game and I know he comes back <laughs> but that's totally fine a part still hurts to watch, like with with the with the piano version of like the end of the original of the original ending song, and Morgana's just disappearing, and it's just like ah, don't go. I hated you for a bit, but you're 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 cool. You're you're cool now. <laughs> but um, but uh, like you, there are very strange methods you have to do sometimes in order to get. Uh, certain emotions and when i say strange i don't mean like the shit jared leto does i mean just in the places within yourself you normally wouldn't reach or just places people wouldn't think to reach so on and so forth but what but brian cranston said that when he was watching jane die in the takes that that they used he in his head he was seeing his daughter die ah so like whether that says anything about the character or just, you know, about how Brian Cranston's, you know, gets the acting process in order to deliver that level of emotion, it, whatever. But that, that was his thought process during it. And it, it was, it's very cool to see, like to yeah. read about and to see. But the way it happens is just so, I think that's like when his, like any chance he could have had at ending this was over. Yeah. Like the minute he lets someone in uh, by all accounts, like an innocent person, like, yeah, Jane didn't hurt anyone. Like you could say, yeah, like, and she did get Jesse hooked on heroin. Uh, True. But that, that was a cause of her own addiction and shit. Right. That, she, she's a slave to her own addiction. It makes her yeah. do things she wouldn't normally. It's a whole drugs are bad. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but, um, but yeah, like that he act because of him, that person died and he did it in order to keep Jesse in line. Right. Like, and you can see the conflict within him because I mean, he cried. Like when it happens. Oh, oh yeah, no, there's like part of him that wants to help, but then there's that other part that goes, but Jesse though. Yeah. I like, need that. 
Like, it's that cognitive dissonance that's really cool. shows how, like, not that Walt was, like, you know, a perfect person at the start. Like, as, we've, as we've said, oh, yeah, no. deep down, he was kind of, you know, a pathetic person. Not kind of, he was, straight up. But he, but he, like, had, but he still had, you know, good intentions at the start. But this was the point where he was like, no. I need to do this in order to keep the business going. Like, and it just, it's fucked up. It's really fucked up. Yeah. And this was right after he had a talk with her dad without knowing. And like, like literally right after, like her, like her dad convinces him to go back to talk, to talk things out. And basically her dad just sent her to die. Basically. Yeah. That's fucked. He's more responsible than he actually knows. Fuck. <laughs> it really is just a cool domino effect. Like season really two, is. because this leads to this, this, and this leads to this, which leads to this, which leads to hundreds of people dying in two plane crashes. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, and also we meet Mike. Yeah, we meet Mike for the first time. In, in, yeah, uh, who, in his, that scene, Mike was invented because they couldn't get Bob Odenkirk for that scene, so they had to create Mike mm-hmm. and just brought Jonathan Banks in to fill in because the lines were written for Saul, but they couldn't get him, so it's like, uh, Saul knows a guy. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, I'm glad they did that because honestly, I can't really see Saul doing that scene. I can maybe but it would it wouldn't be as well as mike did it oh no <laughs> say it was it was for the best that it was mike but i could do- totally see saul saying all those things that he did to jesse i could see him saying it but not like the ex- not like the same way mike. no was, mike was just very straight up matter of fact i'm going to slap you until you realize like what you have to say yeah. like is what you're gonna do you're gonna say that <laughs> i don't know how to do mike's voice I can't. I can't do it. It's like the most hardcore Philadelphia man ever. <laughs> it's like it's bordering on like Rocky. It's like but it's not quite there. It's like a mix of New Jersey, New York, a hint of Boston, and Philly. And Philly. Just that man's been all over New England. Oh yeah, but. Uh, but yeah, no, the finale is is great too because Walt's, you know, no, his cancer finally went into remission, and it's like, oh, it's a nice thing, and then, yeah, you no, know, he for he for some reason is not happy about it, and he forces Walt Jr. to drink until he pukes. Yeah, um, really fucked up. But yeah, like at first you're like, oh, hey, that's the thing every like movie and show does of like you know the the dad lets the kid drink. Okay, that's fun, I guess, and then he just doesn't stop. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh oh, and you know he did apologize the next day, which of course makes it all better. Uh, oh no. yeah, no, it makes up for all of it. Yeah. That's all he had to do in the finale. I just had to say, <laughs> you just had to go on. You just had to go on TV. And go, I'm sorry, and then leave. And everyone be like, oh, okay. <laughs> the the U.S. Justice Department has forgiven Walter White. The LGBTQ community has forgiven Walter White. No. No, they have not. 
They've forgiven Jesse. That's very important. They they have. They they never they were never mad at Jesse. Exactly. But uh yeah, no, like but you know, he's going to get surgery to get the mass out of his of his uh lung. And you know, like we said earlier, he goes in and he's put on the medicine. And Skylar's like, Okay, Walt, what like do you need your phone? And he's like, Which one? And boom. Because all season she is like, <clears throat> you know, Walt disappeared and he was like, Oh, it's, it's a fugue state. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Yeah, that then, that was uh after when they ran away from Tuco's, right? Mm-hmm. He stripped nude in a fucking <laughs> in like a, a fucking a fucking Cumberland Farms. Yeah. <laughs> in a Wawa. Yeah, a Wawa. <laughs> you guys Bring... have those those cookie and cream milk. <laughs> Excuse me. Do you have the cookies and cream milk? Jesse! Where's the cookie where's the cookies and cream milk, Jesse? Yo, Mr. White, that's only in Jersey, bitch. <laughs> We're in New Mexico. <laughs> you say, they don't even <laughs> got a Wawa's, bitch. This is 7-Up. 7-Eleven. No, 7-Up. It's the royalty-free version of 7-Eleven. <laughs> Isn't Seven Up a thing? Or, that's a drink. Yeah, it's, isn't it? it's a it's a drink. Yeah, I think right, it's an energy, right. it's an energy drink. Yeah, I, I got yeah, I got that and Seven uh, Eleven confused. Soon. <laughs> but but yeah, um, like because you know, and then Skylar started just you know leaving randomly and not talking to Walt because she can obviously smell bullshit. Yeah, but it kind of whittles her down over time. Gaslights her enough to you know believe that you know. He's not lying. Yeah. And then and then this happens in the finale and she's like, Okay. I'm Bye. done. Bye. <laughs> I'm leaving. She takes Walt Jr. and Holly and they all go to Hank and Marie's. And and like, yeah, Walt's wearing a silly little pink shirt. I love that sweater. He looks so based in it. And he finally gives himself the, the goatee. That's the first time yep. we see him in the goatee. Yep. He's finally completed his transformation into the evil mirror universe. This is when Walter became Heisenberg. This is when it happened. I love that that's become the meme. It's like, be like, this is the moment that blank became blank. <laughs> but, but yeah, like, Skylar just straight up leaves because she's like, I don't know what it is you're doing, but it's very clearly illegal. And I'm, yep. no, we're done. Yeah, so you have you have the weekend to yourself, and then you get the fuck out of my house. Mm-hmm. And so he just sits in the backyard, and then the two, then the two planes explode. Yeah, it was teased all season, and you think, oh no, is someone gonna die at the at the Walt house? Nah, just two bodies landed in the yard, probably. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> it's morbid as fuck. Yeah, and the stuffed bear in the in the pool. Yep. It's like, oh man, I gotta fish that out. <laughs> it's gonna clog up my filter. And he keeps one of the eyeballs with him for a while. Yeah. Cause he's a fucking weirdo. Yeah. 
But uh, yeah, any more thoughts on season two? Uh, it, it's just fun, you know. Like I, mm-hmm. I've heard, I've heard it's a lot of people's like least favorite season, and I definitely get it, especially if it's like the first time you're watching and like you expect yeah. like the like all those cold opens of like you know the the massacre at the White House. No, not that one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like you expect like that to be like a huge thing of like oh my God, chill like, did where's they... the money chill <laughs> did they... like did I... they find out it's like nah it's just a plane crash it's like oh <laughs> okay yeah it was, it was a bit it was a bit of a Peyton switch kind of thing but yeah but I, I'm I convinced it cool. of... yeah it was it was cool um but I, def- I definitely understand it especially cause like there isn't really much of a forward plot. Like it's mainly like a character plot, like of Walt and Skylar's relationship starting to fall apart while yeah, you know Jesse yeah. and Jane like it's very episodic. Yeah, it's a more like, epi- Yeah. It's just like in this episode, one of the dealers gets robbed. In this episode, one of them gets arrested. In this one, one of them gets shot, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh I yeah, this know. season also had Jesse and the kid, which we talked about in the uh, the in El the El Camino, back. yeah, which that that was another great episode. Yeah, because it showed like Jesse. It's actually really good with kids. Surprising. Yeah, no, he's actually great with them. Like he, he like knows he, what kids need. Like he strikes me as the type of guy who, like you know, like especially when we get to him and Andrea and Brock, like he would keep all that shit away from the kid. Oh, a hundred percent. He would like, never let the kid, any kid that he knows anywhere near any of his criminal bullshit. Yeah, like he, like he sees, uh, like you meet him for the first time, and you're like, oh, this guy's a scumbag. He'd probably, you know, let the kid, you know, like let he'd probably, you know, get kids hooked on meth or shit. But no, he, he, like he's really good with kids. Like he, he tries to care for that meth couple's kid and like calls the police so they can pick him up and hopefully take him somewhere better and like. With Brock, he's he's like a cool older brother, like he's yeah. he's cool. He's a cool yeah. dude. He plays Sonic. <laughs> That's true. They they play Sonic. What? Which one do they play? Do they play Sonic Two or do they play Sonic Six? They play Sonic Six. Oh, uh, based. No. <laughs> that fan yeah. dub can't fix everything, man. Can in my heart. Should we do commentary tracks for those? I don't know. Because, like, those are already kind of commentaries. Yeah, true. So, but I don't know. I'm going to end up watching them again tonight, I think. <laughs> now that I've mentioned them. I can watch them with you. Maybe. Alright. We'll see. I also do want to play more Dead Space, so... You, you know what? Actually, that's true. I gotta play more Dead Space. Never mind. <laughs> Sandbagging it. Same. <laughs> One day, one day. day. But uh, you know, so um, season three, uh, this is when shit hits the fan. Um, yeah, you know, starts out Walt moves into his own place. Skylar finds out that he he doesn't just move into his own place; he buys the floor model. Oh yeah, (laughs) like he he, he takes a display like apartment. That's like to show you like what the other units look like, and he's like, "Yeah, I'll take this one." It's like that. This is literally the only one we're not selling. It's like I don't care. I want it. Here, here's fifty thousand bucks. I'm like, okay. 
Yeah. I think he does that both times because he moves into two different places. And yeah, he first, does, doesn't he? First, he moves into an extended stay hotel ish place, kind of. Yeah. And then he moves into an apartment and he's like, I'm going to take this. Here's 50K. Yeah. Do with it as you will. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I can't blame him. I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't either. Yeah. Like if I if I can get an apartment and they can furnish it for me, I'm good. That's all right. I need. Right. Like at most, I'd probably want to leave the bed to myself so I can make sure I get like a bed that supports my back properly. But mm-hmm. other than that, I don't care. Yeah. But yeah, so season three is the big one where like yeah. you know uh, we meet the we meet the Selimak. The uh, the bald twins who the are fucking c- the cousins mm-hmm. who have they... the most baller theme song ever. Yeah, and they it's dress so like fucking creepy. And they dress like Kiryu Kazuma. They lit- one of them literally is just dressed exactly like Kiryu. <laughs> I'm like motherfucker, what? Where's your dragon tattoo? <laughs> I'm sure he has it. I was waiting for him to rip off his jacket and shirt in his showdown with Hank when he got the axe. Oh boy. But uh yeah, no, they're trying to hunt Walt. Um and uh like all while, you know, Jesse's gotten is trying to, you know, go to AA meetings kind of. Um and Hank is kind of closing in on Jesse throughout the season. Yeah. And you no, know, a lot, a lot happens and, you know, they get closer in with Gus. Gus makes, Gus makes the super meth lab for them. You know, that it's fucking insane. Mm-hmm. They, the reason fly was so low budget is because mm-hmm. they made that they had to like, do a more... They spent all the budget on that one room. Mm-hmm. They they had to like do a do a smaller episode because of that. They had to justify its existence. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, no. And this season ends on a fucking <laughs> huge cliffhanger. Yeah. But uh, before we get to the cliffhanger, we should probably talk about who the guy in it is. Oh yeah, Gail, right? Yeah. So yeah, Gail Bedecker is um <clears throat> a cook for Gus, and he's Walt's first partner, and they seem to like hit it off really well. Yeah, they but... too well to. The problem is, unlike Jesse, Gail actually know his shit. Yeah. So he doesn't yeah. have to correct him. Mm-hmm. And he just makes up like problems like for him for no reason. Yeah, he's like, I said 85. He's like, you said 75. I wrote it down. You wrote it wrong. Shut up. And then immediately goes to Gus and he's like, I need I need another party. I need Jesse. It's like and Gus is like, no. What? Why that- why do you that's a huge Why? risk to work with the, with someone who was an addict. Yeah, you you really want me to put an addict in a fucking like 
40 million dollar bunker full of drugs and supplies to make drugs yes and pay pay him 3 million dollars yes hey mike can you come in here for a minute <laughs> <laughs> no more half measures walter Gets the garrote wire like fucking Agent 47. <laughs> Mike is just Agent 47 in like the distant future. <laughs> he's, Philadelphia, he's Philadelphia and Agent 47. <laughs> Get Jonathan Banks as, AG, as Agent 47. <laughs> Old man Agent 47. Do it. Do it. I'd see that. I don't right. even know much about Hitman and I'd, I'd see Don't worry. There's not much to know. <laughs> just dude with dude with a barcode on his head kills people exactly and, that's it <laughs> and sometimes it can be funny it can be very funny but uh throw a rubber duck at people and it explodes <laughs> but yeah um, but Gale is like this guy he's a he's a bit odd but not not in a bad like he's just you know a bit of a bit eccentric yeah you know but uh He's also, I feel like, pretty clearly crushing on Walt. Yeah. 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 Like, huh, I saw someone make a theory. I don't know how, I don't, like, it was on, It was some Reddit post that got, like, big. That, mm-hmm. that like, someone made a theory that Gale was, was a pedophile or something. And that's why he was working with Gus. Because, like, nowhere else would hire him. And, like... I don't no. think that holds much water, so no. No. Gale, like, if anything, is like. Gale is who Walt pretends he is. Yeah. In a way of like, no, I'm doing this for the right reasons. And I'm like, I'm a good person deep down. And I'm just like trying to, you know, make some money doing it. You know, it's, you know, in Walt's case, it's like, I'm doing it for my family. And, and Gale's yeah. like, People are gonna use it, use like drugs, no matter what. At least I know if I do it, there it'll be the right stuff. Like yeah. it'll be safe. Like I'm not gonna lace it with with the fucking wrap chili powder. <laughs> chili powder. Yeah. Uh, Captain Cook, rest in peace. I I'm a little sad that gag never came. Yeah. God, if if like Jesse fucked up with Walt's plans by. Replacing his product with his own. And it's like chili powder. Jesse! That would have been amazing. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, no, Gail just seems like he's just like a kind of a chill guy who's like, I'm going to do this job. I'm going to make some money. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm not doing it. makes the sickest coffee machine ever. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't drink coffee. I don't like coffee. I saw that and I'm like, I want that coffee. <laughs> right. I want that. It's the best coffee Walt's ever tasted. You put any cream or sugar in it at all. It's just pure coffee. Cause because he's a mathematician. He knows how to get chemicals right. Like God. But but yeah, and then Gus tries to use Gale against him, so like we'll get to that later, actually. But yeah. um what what were some of your favorite moments of season three? Because I have a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they God, might overlap. Right, I'm sure they will. Uh, I I imagine one of them will be 
when the cousins find Hank. Yes! God! That, that fucking showdown. That, like, when Breaking Bad does action, it it's does... so it, good. Because, like, it, it's not overly stylized, but it's just... It's just ugh. visceral. Yeah, it's visceral as shit. Like... Like, when Hank, like, backs into the dude and just doesn't stop. Mm-hmm. Like, he just keeps backing up as he's squished between the two cars. It's like, holy shit. And he's already been shot, like, several times already. And <laughs> the other cousin gets the fucking axe and is, like, going to swing it down on him. Then Hank finally gets, like, the gun with one bullet in it left and shoots <laughs> at him. He's trying to pick up the bullet, but his hands are covered in blood, so it's all slippery, and he's trying to get it in, and it's like, oh my god. It's so tense. It's like, 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 look, Hank, he may be a piece of shit, but he's one tough son of a bitch. Yeah. He can like, fucking throw down. God. Like, it was just, ugh. Uh, but, Honestly, the, the the cousins in general are just one of my favorite parts of the whole season because they're just fucking insane. Like they don't talk at all. They don't they're, say a word. They are monsters. When they broke into into the house to like, while Walt after like Walt broke into the house in order to take yeah. a shower, yep. like, and they just sit on the bed waiting for him to get out so they could chop his fucking head off. Mm-hmm. And then they yeah. get the text from Gus to be like, no. I need him. You can have his brother, though. Yeah, he's, he's free game. Yeah, he's the one who killed Tuco. Because I yeah. mean, yeah, he is. Yeah, he's he's the one you guys actually want. I mean, you do want Walt, but still. Yeah, like yeah. if you if you spare him, I'll give you I'll give you Hank. Yeah. Oh man, and when when like they're in the hospital and like you know the cousin that lost his legs is on the bed. And he looks over at the door and he sees Walt and he it's like mm-hmm. something triggers in him and he just starts crying. Yeah. Like it's like a fucking sleeper agent. Just like you said, the he's just on it. Like he he just like and Walt's fucking just like, winter soldier. And that's the moment Walt realizes because it Walt never saw I don't think anyway. Well, From what I remember, Walt never saw them before. No, that was the first time he ever saw one of them. And that, and he realized, oh fuck, they were after me. Yup. This, all this, it's all about me. Yeah, I, I was gonna say again, just adding on to, it's all about me. It's like, no, it's not, guy. It's not always about you. Yeah, I know that's next season, but still. <laughs> yeah, you make it about you, but it's not. Like you're, it's not that you're unconnected from it, but it's Gus isn't trying to get to you, man. Well, to be fair, in season four, he was. Well, yeah. But here it was just, no, you're a good cook. I need you. Yeah. And. Although he does get to him earlier with the. Yeah. Pretending to make the deal with Jesse in order to get him back in the game, but still. Mm-hmm. I, I love that, like, Walt points this out to him of, like, you think that I have some, like, ego problem about my formula and that that'll get me to cook again and Gus is like it won't he's like absolutely not and then fucking 10 minutes later alright I'll cook again yeah <laughs> like it's it's the peak of Walt of like he's smart enough to point out the thing that people are doing to him and call it stupid and that it won't work 
and then five minutes later it works. Because mm-hmm. he's like he he's mastered intellect. He has not he's not mastered instinct. Yeah, he, high intelligence, negative wisdom. Yeah. <laughs> and his charisma flip flops between like twenty and zero, depending on the day. He has zero riz. He does. As we saw when he um, very inappropriately tried to hit on was it the principal or the assistant principal? Something like that, yeah. I think the principal. Yeah, and then he got suspended. (laughs) Cause, yeah. yeah. And we'd never see him go back to that school again. Yeah. Oh man, you know what sucks? There's supposed to be a scene in, in the finale where Walt runs into a former student. Uh... And he's like, what did you think about me as a teacher? And the student was like, you were a good teacher. That would have been sad. Yeah. I don't think they filmed it. They might have. I'm not sure. But I no, I think they weren't able to film it. So that's why, like, you've never seen it. Yeah. Obviously. Right. <laughs> but uh but yeah. Any any other favorite moments? Uh let's see. Um Okay. I'll I'll I'm probably gonna let you cover most of them because like you said, there's definitely a lot of overlap with our in this one, but uh mm-hmm. one favorite like one of my favorite, like, little ones is, like, at the beginning of the season when, like, everyone's still talking about, like, the plane crash and shit, and, like, they're at the school, and, <laughs> and like, Walt is, like, asked to say a couple words about it, and he's, like, he's trying to downplay it so hard so he doesn't feel bad about it. <laughs> and it's just, like, it's just trying to be, like, come on, guys, it's not that big a deal. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> And going like what they, the not, the planes weren't full and uh what was it, it was only uh what was it, only uh hundred fifty people that that's not that much <laughs> and everyone's just saying like what the fuck dude what like why it's such a bizarre mixture of the most divorced da- the most divorced energy mixed with him in the back of his mind thinking. Did I have a hand in that? I think I did, but I don't want to say it. Yeah, I don't want to make it real. So I'm just going to downplay the fuck out of this plane crash so I don't guys, feel bad anymore. Guys, only 150 people died. It wasn't that bad. Come on. Remember 9-11? <laughs> I was going to say, damn it. If you want to blame like some... A third of that. Blame Obama. That's what I do. He's trying to take my meth. I mean, my gut. I mean, Jesse, we gotta run. <laughs> and he just runs out of the gym, and everyone's like, "What the fuck is happening?" Uh. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, no, that that was a good one too. Yeah. Alright, well, I'll let you take over the the other favorites, because I've done enough of them now, so it's your turn. Alright. Um, the... Like, the whole, like, bleeding of Jesse into the thing. Like, mm-hmm. starting from, like, when Jesse's like, 
hey, Mr. White, I cooked a batch of meth. And it's very clearly the same exact it's product. exact. Like, there's it is... no difference. There's no difference. Like, but Walt is like, are you fucking stupid? You did it wrong. And he's like, no, I didn't. And he's like, yeah, you did. Shut up. All right, cool. What did I do wrong? Your mom's away. Also, uh, Jesse bamboozling his parents out of the house. That was great. Fuck those people. Literally, that that was so deserved. Like, they were trying to sell a house that was a meth lab. Like, marking it up super fucking high. And Saul bamboozled them out of it. And got them to sell it to Jesse. Yep. So it says for, for like twenty dollars. Yeah, for two quid. It was for like insanely cheap. And they couldn't do anything about it. Yeah. There was nothing they could they couldn't go to the police and say anything. Nope. Because that would ruin their own reputation. Yeah. It, it Saul is just too good at what he does. Mm-hmm. Like that was like, just a fucking masterwork. Like that was yeah. so good. Yeah. I I've learned that like at least Going off of what little of Better Call Saul I've seen, the thing about Saul, I feel like, is he's bad about lying about himself, but when about other people, he's a master. Oh, yeah. Like, like he can't hide anything he does to save his life half the time, mm-hmm. but if it's about someone else, he can make up your whole fucking life story like that, and people will believe it. Oh, yeah. And it works. It works yeah. very well. It's, it's why he's such a good lawyer. Exactly. He's a really good lawyer. He's really good. <laughs> when, are, when is Marvel gonna make, like, a new Daredevil villain that's just Saul Goodman? See, they had the opportunity, but they casted him in the Wonder Man show. <laughs> I refuse to believe that's real. I just, See, I refuse. I, I keep forgetting that they announced that Yaya Mateen the second is playing is playing uh is playing Wonder Man and and Saul Bob Goodman is gonna be his manager. Yeah, he's his agent. I'm like you got Bob Odenkirk who's like I, I feel like it's not much of an exaggeration to say like one of the most currently beloved actors right now. Mm-hmm. And you're having him play MCU side character number seven thousand five hundred and fifty three. Like I know they, they want to do a thing where they like using in actors to play like bigger it. characters. I get it. But like, come on, guys. Like, look, let me show you this like fake magazine cover someone made of him as uh, as Norman Osborn. Mm-hmm. Doesn't it work so well? Like, it's just him dressed up as Saul, but like, come on. Yeah, yeah honestly, I see it. It's like... My two favorite fan casts of Norman Osborn right now are Bob Odenkirk and uh, I forget his name, but he played Dennis on Always Sunny. Glenn Howardin. Yes. Yeah. Like I, I forgot who I said. Like in response to you, like I'm trying to remember. Damn it! What was it? I know we both bounced around Anthony Starr for a while. Yeah, though that would be a bit too obvious at this rate. Yeah, especially after season three. Mm-hmm. 
where he literally oh. had the fucking Willem Dafoe moment of talking to himself in the mirror. Mm-hmm. Now just do that. Just Photoshop that scene, but he's in a Green Goblin costume instead. <laughs> hey, I did it already. I can do it again. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no, just like Bob Odenkirk has so much more to offer. Like you said, MCU side character number three. Right. Like this. Let him play someone cool. Don't stick him as fucking Wonder Man's agent. Because I'm going to tell you now, Marvel, you're not going to make another Wonder Man thing after this. No. He's never going to show up again. It's fucking Wonder Man. Literally. Maybe you guys will make one West Coast Avengers movie. And that is it. After fucking Secret Wars, where are half of these characters? gonna go we are not seeing oscar isaac moon knight again never he's that gonna man be is, shot he's gonna be shot on screen oh boy but but yeah no like that that whole thing with saul and jesse but like you know sundown <laughs> that episode where hank is closing in on jesse uh-huh. and both him and walt are hiding in the van yeah, in the RV, and like it's like for one thing, it's funny because it's like you know, class so sitcom, the sitcom moment of like, oh no, he's gonna find us. Oh no, this is my own prom private domicile. No, I will not be arrest, bitch. And then <laughs> Walt's just like, really. And then they get out of it in the most masterful way. They fucking. Like they threaten his wife. Like Walt <laughs> sends a fake call to the hospital, get or gets Saul's uh, front desk lady mm-hmm. to call Hank and tell him that his wife's in the hospital. Yep. And then you know Hank goes to the hospital and she's not there. Enough. He's having a whole fucking panic attack. Mm-hmm. And then he gets a phone call from Marie, Marie, and she's like, "Hey, what do you want for dinner?" And he's just like, yeah. uh, "His brain breaks." And then he goes to Jesse's house and beats the fuck out of him. He destroys it. Oh, and they destroy the RV too. Oh yeah. Oh, rest in peace. Yeah, that that made me sad. Yeah, I it's love like, that thing. And so in the good old days, end basically. That, that that was like they had their most wholesome times in that RV. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as it was gone, there was nothing left. Mm-hmm. Just like, like Jesse said, he had nothing. Yeah, like, that's what I was going to get to next. Like, just Jesse in the hospital, mm-hmm. like, just telling Walt that he's like, I'm going to own your forever. Like, so good. And then Walt, like, comes in later and he's like, there's a proposition for a job to cook again. And Jesse's like, no, I heard you fine. I said no. He's like, yeah. I want nothing to do with you. Everything I've ever cared about is gone, ruined, turned to shit, dead. Like that that scene is like it's one of so good. It's one of like the best, like you know, masterclasses of like you know, fucking writing, directing, acting. Like Aaron Paul, like I I don't know for certain, but I I would believe it if like that was the scene they played at the Emmys for Aaron Paul. It'd be like. Uh-huh. And Aaron Paul is best actor in a supporting role. Like, uh-huh. 
He, but Aaron Paul needs to be in more things, man. He does. Like, I think he's starting to be in some more stuff. That's like, good. I, if there's anything about Better Call Saul that I'm really appreciative about, is that it's led to this resurgence of a bunch of the Breaking Bad guys getting into stuff again. Yeah. At least that's like what I, it seems to be. Yeah. Like I said, Aaron Paul, if in another timeline, in another timeline, around the time Breaking Bad ended, if Sony said, like, let's make the ultimate Spider-Man movie, like, if, because they were, because, like, from what I remember, I don't know how true this is. The reboot was originally going to be an ultimate Spider-Man movie, but uh-huh. they kind of changed it, kind of, sort of, because, I mean, not really. Amazing Spider-Man is straight up an ultimate Spider-Man adaptation. It, it really is, yeah. They should have just committed. I don't know why they went so halfway with it. Like that that's Sony's specialty. Like don't they don't they don't they, they love to half ass two things. Yeah. Like whole ass one thing. <laughs> Thank like, you, Bill Swanson. <laughs> Thank you, Bill. <laughs> but uh but um yeah, like like uh Fucking, it would have been perfect to be a dichotomy to the Raimi trilogy because it would be a wholly different tone, but still kind of similar. Like it would be yeah. more, it it would have had more kind of like the writing in the Raimi trilogy was more kind of like sixties, seventies ish Spider Man, yeah. and this would have been more like you know, of course, you know, Bendis two thousands writing, yeah. which if you take out the use of the R word in the original would be perfect yeah fortunately that was just a common thing at the time yeah that's just how it was back then unfortunately yeah but like in another time in another light aaron paul would have been the perfect eddie brock for that movie yeah like he had the look he had the look he had the hair like he he, he had the acting skills so much so there was some person on youtube who made a bunch of fan trailers for a fake Spider-Man movie where Aaron Paul played Eddie Brock. And they, <laughs> and they used this scene from Breaking Bad where he's like, everything I cared about is gone. Like, mm. But in another life. Yeah. In another life. but in, yeah. Instead, in this life, he played Jerry in Birds of Prey. He was in Birds of Prey? For two episodes. Oh, the show. <laughs> Yeah. I thought you meant the movie. Oh no, I meant the show. He was in the first two episodes. As Jerry. Of course, Jerry. Oh, from both the unaired pilot and the real pilot. Yeah. Jerry. He was also in uh in a corn music video. <laughs> yeah, he was. He was uh he was um Todd he was not <laughs> Todd Cruz Tom Cruise's brother-in-law in Mission Impossible 3. That's a good movie. I like that movie a lot. I gotta watch it again. It's been a minute. It's goofy as shit, but Philip Seymour Hoffman as the villain. Fair. And the entire opening... He played Weird Al in a thing? What? Oh, I I think I do remember that, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot Weird Al had another 
like biopic forever ago. Ah, uh, yeah. I guess he just decided to make another one. <laughs> it. We yeah, no. just go like, yeah, I'm just gonna make fun of like musician, like biography movies, just because I can. Twice in a row is the most weird out thing. Ever. Yeah, where it's like this is all bullshit, but it's just none fun. of this happened. None of this is real. None of this has ever happened to anyone ever. Oh man, but. But yeah, um, that whole scene, and then leading into Hank going into the hospital, Jesse gets strolled down, and he's like, feeling much better now. Yeah. Just, God, that was so good. Like, yeah. fucking Gus showing up at the hospital to give everyone a <laughs> Like, just fuck, fucking with Walt for no reason. Yep. Just... And oh god, just those those episodes of like Hank and Jesse, like those were fucking great. Like, mm. um, and I'm I like that you know from here on out, Hank is you know like even when he heals up, he's still you know like he's not the same physically as he was before. No, like, he's always limping around. Yeah, and I I like that attention to detail. Same. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. But, uh... The, the, there is no injury like that on Earth where you lose, like, your nerves in your legs that you come back 100% less than a year later. Mm-hmm. Because, again, I think, like, six months from now is, the fina- is like, the finale. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this thing, like, takes place in, like... It takes place in two years, mainly. Because, but like, there's a time jump between fucking uh, Granite State and Felina, right? But, but yeah, um, fucking like, and you know, like Fly. That that whole episode, episode. is perfect. Like, it's probably it's my favorite episode. I think people didn't see the vision. They didn't again with another Ryan Johnson thing. They just didn't get yeah. it. <laughs> And then what, they What is with that man? Is he cursed? Well, to be fair, he did make the highest rated episode with uh with Ozymandias. Is he still cursed though? <laughs> it's hey, like every other thing, right? Every other thing he makes is like everyone like, is fucking split on. Right, like okay, first thing, uh the fly episode of Breaking Bad. De- divisive as fuck. Half of people love it, half people hate it. Okay, uh, next thing I make, Ozymandias. Everyone loves that shit. Okay, cool. Uh, Last Jedi. People told me to kill myself. Okay. Uh, Knives Out. People love it. Alright, Glass Onion. People told me to kill myself again. Okay. <laughs> just in a never-ending loop. God. But, uh, wait. <laughs> oh, man. Like, it. it's just... But, you know, of course, you know, and the real fact is that he made the two best episodes of the show um, yes. <laughs> with Fly and Ozymandias. Um, but uh, Fly is just such a good character study of just, you know, Walt and Jesse's like frustrations boiling over, mm-hmm. just fixated on the fly. But then it becomes less about the fly and more of just Walt's declining, like 
his whole life unraveling and Jesse trying to fucking sedate him. Yeah. <laughs> he drops like 10 sleeping pills into his coffee. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, you're going to kill this man. I just, I love the whole monologue gave about trying to figure out when the perfect time was to, mm-hmm. that he could have died. Yeah. And he, like, he realizes it's when, it's the day Jane died. Yeah. Like, at then, if he died, it would have been perfect. Like, yeah. Because you want them to miss you when you're gone. Yeah. And at this rate, Walt Jr. is going to miss him. And everyone then, but everyone but Skylar is gonna miss him, yeah. but it's not gonna be true. Like to and, and let's be real. At this point, if he died like right now, it would not take people long to figure out his bullshit. Yeah, you know, Skylar would fess up eventually. Yeah. Oh, Bella Ramsey just like uh. I think she was in an interview and uh, they found out like uh, during the interview that Last of Us Season 2 got renewed. Oh, they look very shit. Happy. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's going to be that big. background? <laughs> cool but, painting. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were making a joke where it's like Abby's. Oh. <laughs> Who's that with the golf club behind them? <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. But that's going to be fine. You're not Pedro. You'll be okay. <laughs> well. Oh, God. Oh. Who's checked on Pedro lately? <laughs> <laughs> okay is a, is a, is a kind, of, kind of an exaggeration. <laughs> not dead. That, that's the important thing. But that's going to be big for them. Like, yeah. they're going to they're gonna be the lead character <laughs> at that point. Right. Like, uh, I'm happy for I'm happy for her. It's gonna be great. But um, uh, yeah, like Fly is just such a good episode, and then fucking the final three episodes of the season. You know, start off where like you know Jesse's dating, and she learns about her brother who fell in with uh, some bad people, and he learns that her brother killed Combo. Mm-hmm. And like, and so he goes to get so like he's causing problems and shit. He tries to poison them with ricin or something else. Yeah, you and, put ricin in their burgers. Yeah, and then uh, Mike comes to get him, and he's like, "We're gonna go talk." So, because Walt knew what he was trying to do. Yeah, and so. uh They go meet. They go parley with with uh with Gus. Yeah, and Gus is like, "This is how we do it here. Deal with. It. Let's sit down and talk." Um, and Gus tells him, "No more children." Yep. Like, nope, no more. You're done with that. And I I like that Gus like acquiesces. Like, okay, that's fair. Yeah, like because like yeah, no, that is shitty. <laughs> do you think he does know that? They intended to kill the kid. I like to think he didn't. I like yeah. to think he he just told them stop using kids, and the guys either as a fuck you to Jesse or they misunderstood him 
and what he meant and like okay we'll kill the kid got it yeah i would like to think gus is above that yeah like there's something funny and fitting that the entire conflict of the finale and subsequently season four is based on just a complete misunderstanding on everyone's part yeah like because Gus didn't clarify a don't shoot the child. I just mean, all let him go. All, yeah, he just meant stop using kids. Like well, just let him let him be with his family again. Yeah. Just just don't don't use kids to deal and kill people. That's not cool. That's not yeah. how we do things. And they took it as, oh okay, we'll kill the kid. Yeah. Or maybe they were just like, uh, oh, we don't wanna we don't wanna uh get arrested in case the kid fesses up bam or just as like a fuck you to jesse because you you took away our easy like pack mule yeah like like gus is a is a like he is not a good person obviously no but but he has lines he has lines and i would like to believe i would like to believe that he is above that i would like to he's definitely above child murder but did he know that they were using kids before? That is a whole other thing. I yeah. I like to think he didn't. And that if he learned... If Jesse didn't make a deal about it, though, he wouldn't have cared. Yeah. Maybe if one got hurt or, like, something fucked up with, that, with a kid and he heard about it, he'd be fucking furious, but... Yeah. As is, I don't think he would have cared unless Jesse made that big deal about it that he did. I love that we're trying really hard to humanize Gus. We are. That's because Gus is cool, man. He is, and like he has valid. The show does a lot of humanizing for him in the fourth season. That's true. So that's true. Yeah. Because like you think Gus is this like emotionless robot of meth, and it's <laughs> like nah, he's cool. He's, he's just also kind of evil. <laughs> he kind of. It's okay. It he happens did slit that man's part. throat with a box cutter like an. That Ava. is true. Oh, we're gonna get to that. Yeah, <laughs> but but yeah, like just the fucking like. So Jesse and Walter are like, okay, we resolved this amicably. It's fine. Then Jesse and Andrea find the body of her brother, and Jesse is like, I'm going to kill those guys. Yep. Like, because and that's the thing I love about Jesse. He never once blamed the kid. Never. Never. Like never. never. It's never the kid's fault. Yeah, like a, a kid being involved in the gang, never a kid's fault. Like it, it's always the fault of the dudes that keep him around. Exactly. And like Jesse was like, no, it's revenge for you know Combo and like revenge for the kid, and also like Jesse's very protective of kids. Like yes, he as we've established, that is, that is Jesse's thing. Of if you screw with kids, I'm gonna kill you. Mm-hmm. And God, then like Walt sees on the TV the report that the boy was killed. He's like, oh no. So then Jesse is going over to kill these guys, and you're like, what's going to happen? They obviously see him that he has a. Like, what's going to happen? Then Walt with his fucking Aztec fucking mows them over. (laughs) I've seen people refer to him running over these guys with. Tech as an Aztec sacrifice. <laughs> it's so fucking like out of nowhere. Is like 
this is when shit gets real in the show. Like, the, like J- Jane's death is the point of no return for Walt's character. This is the point of no return for everybody. Yeah. Like, for Jesse, for Gus, for Skylar, for Mike, for Saul, for everybody. Like No one can make this right. Yeah. So he runs them both over to put the blame on himself. Because he doesn't want Jesse to die. Like, this is the biggest point where it seems where Walt is like, I really do actually care about Jesse. Like, you know, not not in a healthy way. Like, I still see him as inferior to me, but he's still my tool. Yeah. Boy, he's very useful. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's fucked. I mean, that's that's how he does feel, but it is fucked. And he just fucking like one of them's still alive, and he takes out his gun and shoots him. And that's the first time Walt shoots anybody. Yeah. And he's like, run. And that's the end of the episode. I'm like, oh, that's it. It's like, what the fuck? I had to go to work after that. I was so yeah. mad. And imagine people had to wait a week after I'm that. Like, I'm gonna kill myself. <laughs> and then fucking Walt meets with Gus in the desert. And he's like, it had to happen. Sorry. Like, you still need me because I'm your cook. And Mike's like, Walter, you should get your car fixed, Walter. Also, the the uh, the part where Mike tells him the story in the previous episode about no more half measures. Mm-hmm. Like, because he used to be a cop and he's like, there was this guy who was abusive to his girlfriend mm-hmm. and I took him out into the desert and I was like, I'm going to kill you. This is it. This is the day. But then I let him, but then I just took him to jail instead. A few weeks later, he killed her. And it was brutal. There was so yep. much blood you could taste the iron in the air. Mm. He's like, I took a half measure when I should have gone on the way. No more half measures, Walter. And ugh. like, and then just you know, in the finale, he's trying to work with Gale, and yeah, like, it's very clear the reason Gale is here is he is Walt's understudy. Yeah, like they they are going to. Like, G- Gus is trying to get Gail to learn the recipe so they get rid of Walt. Because, of course, Walt's yeah, it, too, causing too many problems. Yeah. And here's the thing. Gail already knows it, for sure. Yeah. He's just... He doesn't want Walt to die because he likes him. Yeah, like, he definitely understands what Gus means when he's yeah. saying, like, do you think you could do it by yourself? And he's like, maybe, maybe one more cook. Maybe two. Yeah. Gus is like, one more cook should be should be fine. And he's yeah. like, oh, oh, okay. Yeah. So he already knows the recipe and everything. He could do it no problem. It's just he doesn't want to do it without Walt yet. Yeah. He doesn't, and, he doesn't quite understand that Walt is just a piece of shit. And mm-hmm. he, he deserves better. Yeah. And I love this part where, like, uh, you know, because, you know, because, like, throughout the season, Skyler's also been... Being like, I might as well get involved in this in order right. to make sure it's safe. Like, I'm a- I can't get rid of you because you'll just come back. I may as well get involved in this bullshit and be your accountant, like, in like I was for Ted. Oh man, we didn't talk about. I'm talking oh, to yeah. Ted. <laughs> that might be my favorite joke in the show. Just <laughs> the ending of episode two, and she's like, "I fucked Ted." <laughs> 
<laughs> he goes to the office, is like banging on the door, and he drags the fucking plant across the floor. Skylar comes out and says, What are you doing? He's like, I'm talking to Ted. He just <laughs> keeps going. Oh, <laughs> uh, forget the part where he got fucking sprayed. <laughs> He's going off on the cop because his windshield is fucked and he got pulled over and he's like he's just freaking out and yelling and the guy keeps going I'm gonna pepper spray you it's gonna happen I'm gonna stay back and he just keeps going until finally just smash cuts to him crying full of snot <laughs> in the back of the car with his fucking eyes swollen shut and that cuts to the theme <laughs> that's the that is Walter White yeah it is oh god but how did but people yeah. think this man was cool? Because he, because he's, because he says some cool lines sometimes. He does. He says really cool lines. Wears a funny little hat. He does. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, um, like when because so like Skylar is trying to cook the books and shit, and she know fucked and I love her thing where it's like, unfortunately, you made me the villain. Because I'm the sane person for saying I do not want to be with the drug dealer, but I can't turn you in because it's going to ruin every like our entire family. Yeah. And so I have to be the person who gets shit for everything, for breaking up I with get, her husband who has cancer. Yeah, I, I get to, you get to be drug kingpin man who makes millions for for altruistic reasons and shit. And I get to be your bitch wife that left you because you have cancer. Yeah. Like, the way she said that, like, hit hard. Mm -hmm. Like, God, I know if, like, well, I say I know if it came out today, like, that would get a bunch of shit. But it already did back then. Cause it already did. People were sexist. Mm -hmm. I say words if they aren't. <laughs> still. But, uh, like, just, like, spot on with that writing. Like, just. Again, Anna Gunn is great. She's perfect. Mm -hmm. Like she needs to be in more stuff. But um, but uh, like just so like Saul's trying to show him like a place to launder like uh money and stuff, and they're being followed by Victor. And so Saul takes Walt in and locks the doors, and he's like, you know, like oh yeah, this place is great. So and then when they get to a certain point, he's like, yeah, are you fucking kidding me? Why would you keep him here? And it, and because it's Jesse's hideout, and it's like yo, and Walt's like Jesse, I need to kill Gail. I saved your life, can't you save mine? And like, it is kind of like like moments where it's like you they they if they work through their issues, they could have a good friendship, but they never will because mm -hmm. Walt will never accept any kind of help because he believes there's nothing wrong with him. He believes he's the normal one yeah. in every situation. Yeah, uh, you, you want to know my favorite part about that? It's one. Of, it's my favorite running gag in the show. Is Saul keeps trying to sell Danny's laser tag to the crew, and no one goes for it. No one wants it. Yeah, and I, I didn't learn until later the the reason why his buddy Danny, who's a character in Better Call Saul, owns that place. He's trying to save his friend's business. Oh. <laughs> Even when Saul's like a sleazy car salesman, he's still a cool guy. He's he's desperate. He's trying. He's trying so hard. But yeah, no, that that that's his buddy's place. He's trying to save his business. Oh. 
I mean, I need to. I need to get on Better Call Saul soon. I have way too much. I have to. Same. Like, ugh. But, but yeah, like, just at a certain point, Victor's like, "Walt, we need you. There's a gas leak." Yeah, that that that's what Gus told me. I mean, that's what happened. <laughs> I, I love that you know, like everyone knows, like yeah. Walt knows, and they know he knows, but they still do it just to fuck with him because they don't respect him. Yeah, like, like we're we're not gonna tell you drive to work so you can die. It's like no, there's a gas leak. You gotta you gotta get here. Come on. Mm-hmm. And then you know Walt goes there, and and Mike's like, seems like it's radioactive. Put on a suit, Walter. That, that can't be good. Back, like just in the most robotic tone ever. <laughs> and I was like, "You don't have to do this, Mike." Yeah, unfortunately, I do, Walter. <laughs> and uh, so, like, just this whole scene is great. Like, Walt mm-hmm. begging for his life and shit. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's like, "Save my life, please." And he's like, "I can give you Jesse. Like, let me, oh, let me give me phone. And I'll, I'll call him." And so he calls Jesse, and he's like, "Jesse, do it now! They're gonna kill me! Go, go, go! Kill him now!" Yep. And now, like, fuck! And then, like, and then Mike thinks he's full of shit, and then, and he then Walt gives him his address. He dogs yeah. Gale, and that puts the fear in Mike. And he's like, "Yeah!" And then he pops his collar, and it's so fucking stupid and dorky. But I'm like, "That's it's so cool, though." Like Walt. You're you're stupid, but you can be cool sometimes. Sometimes your brain has good ideas. Maybe this is why people thought he was the alpha man. I see it now. <laughs> but and God, then like, I think I, back to the days of the RV when he would just stand around in his underwear and go. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But yeah, no, like that was when Mike met Heisenberg. Like, mm-hmm. and then you know the cliffhanger of Jesse shooting Gale, like. Ah. Any other thoughts on season three? Because <laughs> this might be my favorite season, to be honest. It's definitely up there for me. I, I'm still trying to figure out if I like this or four more, but mm-hmm. like, it's just really God. Like I, I always love like points of no returns mm-hmm. for for things. So like this season is like a build up to the point of no return. And no. when it happens, it's like, oh fuck. Yeah, and then all season four is just everyone going, What the fuck are we gonna do? It's like when is Gus gonna kill us? Like when yeah. when is this gonna happen? It's not a matter of if, it's when. There there is a countdown clock over us. He will shoot us one day. And then the countdown disappears over Jesse's head, but it stays on Walt, and he's like, what the fuck? It's like, uh, what? That's not fair. (laughs) Oh, boy. (sighs) But, yeah, season four opens up, and Walt and Jesse are being held in, in in the lab until they decide what to do with them. And Victor tries to start cooking in order to prove that he can do it yeah. and he just straight up cannot 
because no. Yeah, that's not how it works. Yeah, like 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 yeah, you study the guy and everything he does, but like you are not being precise at all. Yeah. This. Like You're... you even see it when he's like pouring like the jug of whatever into the the cancer. It's splashing everywhere, going all over the place. Like he's not doing it right. Yeah. He like he his pride was wounded by this. He's like, okay, I can do this, and he he just can't. And I love that Walt, with a gun to his face, is just so, like, the only thing he can do in the face of death is chastise someone for not knowing chemistry. (laughs) Yep. Honestly, that's how you go out. Yeah. (laughs) But, uh, like, but yeah, so then, you know, Gus comes in, and he just doesn't say a word. He just calmly puts on a hazmat suit. Like, it takes like 10 minutes for him to do this. It's so long. Takes out a box cutter. Slits Victor's throat with it. Yup. All while and... never breaking eye contact with them. Yup. I can't remember. Was Mike? Did Mike have a response to that? Was he just like, eh, it is. Was he kind of like, no, oh. M- even Mike was kind of like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, like he's loyal to Gus, so I mean, he's not going to betray him, which he never yeah, he's does. Not gonna, yeah, he's not going to go against Gus. He's just, even he was kind of like shooken by this of like, oh, yeah. okay. Well, that just happened. Yeah. Well, that just <laughs> happened, Walter. <laughs> but like, after he kills him, he just, nobody says a word. Mm-hmm. He just gets out of his hazmat suit, takes a shower, puts his clothes back on, and after like 10 minutes, like, well, get back to work. Yep. So then Mike helps them dissolve Victor in the acid, and they cook, and then Mike, and and then Walt and Jesse get the same clothes from Walmart and go to a Denny's. (laughs) And it's it's a scene where it's like Jesse, what the fuck are you talking? About? But it's actually really fucking sad and depressing. It is because Jesse's just in shock mm-hmm. after killing Gale and watching Victor's throat get slit. That he's just like, yeah, no, we're we're all on the same page now. We're like, if if he can't kill us, then he's gonna make us wish we were dead. Yep. And he's just smiling during it, and Walt, even Walt's like. Oh god. Like but I just want we just had to go through that real quick cuz that you know, and everything. But mm-hmm. season 4. This is the big one where you know it's all just a countdown to whenever Walt whenever like the lid pops off and Gus makes his move against Walt or Walt makes his move against Gus like it it's it's one and like you know hank is recovering from from being shot and he's about to give things up but then he finds more leads because yeah walt sorry go ahead no it's just because like hank was getting too deep into his minerals (laughs) channeling their secret mystical power to resurrect (laughs) for the future but uh marie was like 
obviously he was growing so distant from her like and like she was like freaking out and relapsed into her her uh, kleptomania c i guess yeah what would be called which gets her arrested yeah. yeah kleptomania right and that's what gets and you know hank has to call in a favor with the dea to get her out which then results in that guy giving hank the uh like the the evidence like hey i want your opinion on this stuff mm-hmm. on the, which gets him back on the trail I like, you know, this leads to this, which leads to this thing. And I, I do Breaking, like that. Breaking Bad is amazing at, like, domino effect shit. Mm-hmm. Like, Vin, he, Vince is a master at that. Like, he, he's so good at that. Like, him and, the, him and the writer's room for Breaking Bad are just, they're, ugh. But, like, I do like that, you know, with Marie, like, going, like, relapsing again. It kind of jolts Hank out of his slump a bit. Yeah, because you realize, okay, I'm just being an asshole. Like, like it's understandable that he's miserable. Like, completely yeah. understandable. Yeah, no, I would be too. Yeah, like anyone who I imagine anyone who gets paralyzed, like without much of a promise that they can walk again, is going to be miserable. Like, and is going to, but but like he realizes I can't take this out on Marie. Yeah, like, and a lot of it is like Marie's like support to Hank. At least, just sounds patronizing. Yeah, and that um, again, like leading back to the toxic masculinity. Thing. And yeah, this is the almost, season when Hank really starts to change for the better. It's almost, it's almost like toxic masculinity is like a theme or something in the show. What? It's almost like another theme is healthcare in the U.S. sucks. What? <laughs> It's almost like none of this would happen if we had good health care. And if we paid teachers properly. <laughs> if Walt had a living salary, none of this would have happened. <laughs> <laughs> he was paid a living wage. We would all be fine. If he didn't have to work two jobs at 50, he would have been... all burned like clockwork. <laughs> what if... Oh man, but oh, I forgot to mention the the explanation. Like when uh, Mar- when uh, Skylar tells Marie that they can pay for the for the um. Oh treatment. yeah, Skylar's actually really solid story. Yeah, of and gambling winnings. And Walt's like proud of her, but like she can tell in that hurts that he is proud of her. Like she doesn't want that, but like that's the bet he made. Yep. And everyone has to lay in it. Yep. But like that was that was good. And like he has to really play it up that he feels guilty about it. And in this season, like whenever they're talking about the story, he's like, do I have to really feel guilty for it? Yeah. Like, do, do I have to be so ashamed of myself? And she's like, yeah. Like, I don't think you realize you caused a chaos unto our family. You blew up two planes, Walt. (laughs) Your actions led to this. He's taking that to his grave. Oh, 100%. He's never going to tell anyone about that. Maybe he told the vacuum cleaner man. While they were playing cards. (laughs) Uh. As they're dealing, he's like, 
you know, I'm the reason those two planes crashed in the middle of the air that one day. It's like, well, I gotta go. <laughs> Long drive. It was nice seeing you. It wasn't. <laughs> you will never see me again. For multiple reasons. Guess I got what I deserved. But, uh... That's how it ends. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, but but yeah, um, like you know, this it's like you know, Hank uh kind of starts to zero in on Gus, and like things start falling apart. Gus like gives his ultimatum to Walter. By the end, he starts stealing Jesse away from Walter. And, yeah, and then starts making the best duo of Mike and Jesse, which I never thought of until it happened. They feel like granddad and grandson. They and do. Fucking, when, like, they're doing the montage of, like, them driving around and, like, Jesse's standing by the car. He just, like, picks up a stick and starts swinging it around. I'm like, I relate to this so hard. This is me and my dad on, like, a long We had to yeah. make a stop. <laughs> Oh man! And then, of course, you know the the the, the finale with everything, and ugh, but um, but yeah. So f- again, favorite moments. We're never gonna talk about least favorite moments because there are none. There are none. <laughs> All moments are good moments. Exactly. But favorite <laughs> moments or episodes, like, go for it. Uh. Alright, uh, I I think this was season four, uh, this is, like, a smaller one, and it's mostly because of just how, like, fucked it was for me, uh, when, like, the guys are transporting the, the drugs in the truck, and they get stopped, and they just poison those dudes to death with the truck's exhaust. Oh, god, yeah. That fucked me up. Yeah. <laughs> that was dark. Jesus and they Christ. just eat and they just take their cooler and eat their lunch as they wait for them yeah. to die. Like, like one guy oh. gets the, the drink, one guy gets the, the sandwich, and the other guy gets the apple. Yeah. It's like, Jesus Christ. Oh. And the cartel don't fuck around. They do not. Maybe we shouldn't maybe we should move away from the board. <laughs> Maybe we should move our operation up north. I don't think the Canucks are going to do anything. Gus just buys a Wawa chain instead. Instead of of the Chicken Brothers. (laughs) Oh, man. Los Poyos Hermanos. I wish Uh, I could eat that one. Right? They have really good-looking chicken. They do. I guess I'll just stick with KFC. I don't think the Colonel's a, a meth empire lord. Hey, you never know. Well, I do know he does cocaine. Oh yeah, He's my course. guy. Real. Um, I mean, what? <laughs> gotcha. You don't know about the Burger King, though. No, I do. What's he do? Um, wanted for seven cans of arson. Shit. <laughs> you'll never get Ronnie. You may have gotten Hamburglar, but you'll never get Ronald. What hasn't Ronald done? Nothing you can prove. 
What is this bit? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, Breaking Bad. Breaking Um, Yeah, now like that, that whole thing with the cartel taking out the trucks. And then yeah. when they find Mike at one, he just fucking kills them all like the fucking raw man he is. He's big Ooh. boss. God. <laughs> Instead of fucking founding outer heaven, he works for the fucking for this one dude that owns a chicken restaurant. God. Jonathan Banks is big boss in the Metal Gear Solid movie. Wouldn't work because Oscar because he's not Latino like Oscar Isaac is. But uh, fucked up cloning. <laughs> they didn't get him right. He, he got all the recessive genes. He did. Oh, man. But, uh... But, yeah. Um, like, just... Also, like, they they bring in, uh... Uh... What's the actor's name again? I need to look up. I need to remember his name. Uh... Rob- I don't. He's he's from he was in Supernatural, and he was he was the guy who sold the gun to Walter. Oh, that guy, Robert. Uh, Robert, I keep wanting to say Robert, but that's uh, Jim Beaver. Jim Jim Beaver. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I love that in in the boys. His he just has. Because Eric Kripke made Supernatural. Uh-huh. But... But, uh, but yeah, like, just... Like, that whole scene where, where Walt, like, you know, he buys a gun. And then, like, while he's at home, he tries and fails to, like, get... Whip out the gun properly. And, yeah, like... And the, the guy's like, You sure you want to do this? You want to get real good at it. Yeah. <laughs> Like, ugh. Like, if you if you're gonna stand up, you need it on your, on the same on the same side as your shooting arm. If you're sitting down, need you need it on the opposite side. Yep. But, but like, and also when he goes to the bar with Mike, he's like, "Just get me in a room with him, Mike, and I'll do the rest." And then Mike just punches him. him. Yeah. Because it's like M- Mike will never betray Gus. Never. Like he there's no reason for him to. Like Yeah, like why why would I help you kill my boss? Like that's the thing, Walt also has main character. Like he thinks everyone agrees with him. Yeah, like it's like he says this whole thing is all about me. It's like Yeah, it kind of is, but also like he does have he the reason it is because he fucked shit up so much by because he's like, I'm the hero of my own story. Shit, yeah, it's like, like that. No, you're not. You're not. But yeah, no, like just like you said, seeing Jesse and Mike like bond kind of is so was really nice. It's like, so fun. Yeah. Like you can and, tell Mike genuinely cares about Jesse. Like he tries to hide it because of course he does, but like Mike would take a bullet for him by by he, the end of by season five. He he would totally like he would totally do it like. Mm-hmm. 
Mike is a very loyal person. Like, he is. When he decides he likes you, he's with you until the end. Exactly. And if he doesn't like you, he will let you know. Yeah, he never once liked Walter. Never. Ever. And I love it. He only reluctantly worked with him in the end, and even mm-hmm. then, he fucking hated him. Mm-hmm. And, like, I love the whole arc about the cartel trying to bully Gus, essentially, into giving up. Because, like, they didn't like that he made his own operation. Yeah. That was, like, because, like, he tried to come to them with his with his partner. They were roommates. <laughs> they were roommates, yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. But yeah, I'm pretty sure it is, like, especially now with Better Call Saul basically being like, yeah, he's gay. Like, I'm yeah, sure. They- I, I know. I know it was implied with with this, but Better Call Saul would outright confirm. No, that was his boy. That was his lover. Yeah. But like, yeah, like, so like the cartel and like Don Eladio, was that his name? I can't remember. I like, think so. Like, I, I don't want to confuse with another <laughs> mob or something. <laughs> but, but, uh, let me, let me look in the cast names again real quick. Um, yeah, Don Lottie. Yeah, Don Lottie. Yeah. Um, because he and Hector were partners in the cartel because, you know, yep. Salamaka family. And yep. the person keeping Hector in the, in the home is Gus because, Gus is like, I'm going to take everything from you. Like, I'm going to humiliate you and take everything you ever cared about. Also, I think, like, it kind of confirms, like, he sent his sons to die at the hands of Hank, basically. Oh, 100%. He he knew that Hank would... Because wasn't he the one that warned Hank? Yeah, yeah, he was. He was right, the one so yeah, Hank. he knew Hank would, would take him out. Mm-hmm. At the very least, he would definitely take one of them. Yeah. Like, if if they both die, sweet. If they all die, hey, everyone's hey, off better. my tail. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no. So like, all this is to get revenge on Hector and Donald Audio, and like, we see like because you know they came up to proposition him, and because crime organizations are scary as fuck and never want to take a part, never look and never want to look a gift horse in the mouth. Or I guess they do want to look a gift. I don't know the thing. Whichever one implies that they're going to do a stupid decision, they <laughs> ki- they kill they kill his partner, and yeah. and just kick him back to kick him over into America, and like or like ha ha fuck you, like for really no good. Just because they were like they took them, sam- giving giving their guys samples of their product as an insult. Yeah. And so Gus's like, fuck it, I'm gonna make my own empire with blackjack and hookers. Yeah. And, and it's going really well, especially with Walt's product. So now the cartel is like, nah. Steal it. Yeah, get it. We want and they're that. like, we're, like, we're gonna keep doing this until you give us what you want. Until, we, until you give us what we want. Which is a cook to cook for them. And so, like, that whole thing where, where like, uh, Gus is like, okay, Jesse, you, me, and Mike are going to go to Mexico. You're going to cook with them. Like, I'm going to make it seem like I'm giving it to you, and I'm giving, I'm giving you to them. And I love the part where they're at the celebration afterwards, and Jesse's like, 
so am I really staying here? And Mike's like, either we all go home or no one does. Like, I was like, yeah, Mike. Yeah. yeah. Like, because he could have easily just been like, I don't know. Like, but he was like, no, I'm like, if, if, like, if Gus, I feel like, I don't know if he would have betrayed Gus Nordis in that moment. Maybe not, but. Nah. I'd like, yeah, but I'd like to think he was like, I'm going to ensure we all get out of here. Yeah. Like, no matter what the actual plan is, but the way Gus took everyone out, fucking masterful. Like, it's so good. He's like, I'm going to poison this alcohol and I'm going to drink it myself and I'm going to get myself poisoned. And I'm gonna Just throw up in the bite you. And I'll throw up in the bathroom in order to like get most of the toxin out. And then you're all gonna die. And then he the the part where he where he like screaming like God alive dead. You serve no one. Those who want those who want to leave take what you can. If not, then stay and die and shit like that. And they're like ah oh, raw. It's so good. And like. I love that, like, because, you know, Gus is definitely, you know, trying to turn Jesse against Walter. He, oh, yeah, no, he he wants Jesse to be the new Gale. Yeah. Because he just fucking hates Walt at this point. Yeah, because Walt's caused so many problems. Yeah. Like, like Jesse did cause his own set of problems you know, with the kid thing. Walt just escalated it beyond belief. Mm-hmm. Like... And but he's also giving Jesse like he's giving Jesse validation, but not in the way that Walt would do. He's giving it where he's like making Jesse feel competent. Yeah, like even if it's like you know fake, like the the staged like you know attack on him and Mike in the car. Mm -hmm. You know, like it's all about building his his confidence and shit back up so that he he can use him and. So he doesn't keep drawing so much fucking attention to himself by hosting these awful goddamn parties at his house all the time. Yeah, because yeah, that 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 whole thing too is just ugh. It's so because dep- like Jesse is just going through absolute like shock and just horror right now, mm-hmm. and he can't be alone. He cannot like that he needs scene constant where- noise and stimulation. Yeah, that that scene where he like. Where like everyone left his party and he just sits down by the speakers and like runs his hands through his head and is just having a pain attack. Mm-hmm. Like God. Like ugh. And I want to I'd like to believe that a part of Gus actually did was like like cause here's the thing, even if it was fake, I feel like Gus would have still treated him better in the end than Walt did. Oh, hundred percent. It's like so making like I believe that he would have been you know as much of you know respect he would have been like on Mike's level in terms of respect eventually like if he stayed yeah. with Gus yeah like because you know Gus he thought very little of Jesse he's like I don't work with junkies mm-hmm. I don't do it it's a bad idea and and he's gonna be no good but then uh you know I feel like I feel like as uh 
as like he gets to know Jesse more and like how he works and like what his deal is, he's he starts to like him a little more, I think. Yeah, like when Jesse like like Jesse is not a scientist. Like he doesn't like he he can he knows this formula like very yeah. well. Like he knows how to cook, but he doesn't like they're like we need to make our own I forgot the chemical name, not the methylamine, but something else. Phenylacetic acid, I think. Yeah. And sure. <laughs> that's I try. I tried. No I, I don't know what it is, so I don't <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying sure, like, yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> I remember. I ain't no chemist. But nope. <laughs> but uh but like Jesse's doing honest with Gus and he's like, look, I, I don't make that shit. I just see Barrel with the Bumblebee logo. Yo. But and Jesse <laughs> Jesse just commands the room by by like being like, no, we're gonna clean first, then we're gonna do it my way. Like yep. you guys do it, and then I will show you how to how to cook. Yep. And then Gus looks genuinely impressed. Like Yeah, he's like, Alright. Nice. Yeah. Like, the get kid does his shit. And I like that Jesse's self-aware too. Like he knows that. Gus is doing like he he does know that Gus is planning to get rid of like yeah, when they're going on their hike back to uh to the border and and he's like look just just spare Mr. White and his family and he's like you know I can't do that and he's like just think of something please like just you don't have to kill him and mm, it's like all right what if I kill Hank oh cool mm. Yeah. <laughs> Good, I hate him. Alright, sweet, that worked out. <laughs> but, God, yeah, and then, like, and simultaneously, like, with Hank getting closer to Gus, and just the fact that, like, Hank was ready to close the book on Gail being Heisenberg, but oh, and then Walt had to open his fucking mouth. His fucking ego, because he he sees Gale as inferior to him, and he wants recognition for his work. It's like because that's the thing Walt does want want recognition. Like yep, like that's why he regrets leaving Gray Matter and shit. Like, but he is just like he chooses the wrong line of work for recognitions. Yeah, because hey. You're a meth lord. You can't advertise that. And he's just drunk. He's like, maybe, maybe your guy is still out there. And, like, and it's uh, like, motherfucker, you were almost in the clear. You, if you said nothing, you would have been scot free. You, you would have been set for fucking life. All, all you'd have to do after that is meet with Gus. Hey, look, can we work something out? Like, well, then again, Mike was like, "Well, you're never gonna see him again." But like, yeah, no. At at that point, Gus was kind of already on the warpath. But even that, like, Hank would not have been going after you ever again. Yeah, like the DEA has already long since stopped giving a shit about the Heisenberg case. Oh yeah, because they think Hank is a nut, is a wacko. Yeah, Hank is the only one that cares about it. So if he says, all right, case closed and move on, that would have been it. Mm-hmm. He would have been set. And then you kill Gus, blow, make him two-face, 
take over shit, you're you're good. Exactly. You never have to worry about anything ever again except the Nazis. Well, he wasn't going to be with them yet. Right, but he didn't know that. <laughs> Don't worry worry about those guys. <laughs> Don't worry about the Nazis. <laughs> Don't don't worry about the cops. <laughs> worry about the Nazis. the Nazis. I know that they're like the same thing sometimes, but this is different. Oh <laughs> uh, boy! But I love the part too where he's like, "Yeah, look at that. What do you think it is? WW, Witcher Wilson, Willy Wonka, Walter White. Huh. You got me." I'm like, oh, <laughs> but. Yeah, and like, you know, Gus constantly going over to Hector, like being like, neener, neener, neener. Yep. I killed your family. And Hector just never looks at him. Yeah. Because he, he knows. Mm hmm. Like, and Skylar's arc this season was good too. Like, yeah. Because she she's... gets to the point where she starts to love Walt again, it, where she's yeah, she's gotten into it. Yeah, like she she gets the appeal now. Yeah, but then shit gets real again, and then he's like, "Who do you think you are? Who is it you see?" And then he does the whole "I am the danger, I am the one who knocks." Yeah, and it's so a great it scene. It is a fantastic scene. So many people miss the point of that. Literally everybody missed the point. Because <laughs> the point is. He is not the one who knocks. He is not. <laughs> he gets his bell. He gets his doorbell rung in a very bad way. Like, just he's he's so pathetic in that scene. Like, yes, because his wife is trying to be like, "Look, you're in danger. Get some help." And he's like, and that hurts his pride. Like, yeah, because that's all he really gives a shit about at the end of the day. Like. He does love his family, but his pride is more important to him. It's his problem. Well, like, he puts his pride above all else. Like, that that's his biggest character flaw, among other things, but that is his biggest character flaw. And that that's just, that's the problem. And he refuses to get help, and then it's too late, because Gus is like, you are done. Fired. Like, and he's like, I will kill your wife. I will kill your son. I will kill your infant daughter. My question is, do you believe he would have actually killed the kids? I don't know. He definitely that, would have killed Skylar. Yeah, no, for sure. Like, Skylar, Hank, and Marie all dead. They're, like, they're done. The kids, maybe... Like Flynn, you know, Walt Jr., I I don't see him killing the baby. Yeah. The baby. <laughs> the baby. I can't god other M has ruined me forever. I love how it's like it's like a fucking like it's a sleeper it's a separation <laughs> trigger. It's a fucking trigger where it's just the baby it's specifically the baby. Like you're like the baby and then you just say it monotone voice ever <laughs> a baby just so fucking <laughs> oh, uh, but 
God, the stream me watching other M not playing, watching it, <laughs> so that all you people can understand my pain if you haven't <laughs> experienced it. Oh man! One Let day, me tell you, it's bad. I believe you. I believe you. But fuck it. Next Thursday. <laughs> Yay! Or so Monday, either that. So either that'll be next, actually next Thursday, or yesterday. Yeah, true, this is coming out next Friday. <laughs> but uh, hope y'all enjoyed his stream. Um, but it's uh, just two hours of me crying. <laughs> I understand. I understand. But uh, yeah, like just the whole three-part finale. Like also the whole thing with Ted. Like just like he's he seems like such a cool guy, and then he just very like suddenly starts to like kind of blackmail Skylar. Ted sucks. Yeah. He's he's a all he has to do is pay the IRS. That's all he had to do. He was literally gifted like half a million dollars. Pay it off. No problem. And then he buys a fucking car. And he's like, yeah, I'm gonna start up my business again. And, and it's Skyler's like, no, like, you're not. You're gonna get fucking audited, you piece of shit. Like, like he, like he has these altruistic explanations. Yeah, I want to help my employees and stuff. Them to get fired or lose their jobs, but like, pay the IRS first because they'll lose their jobs if you get audited. If this was actually about his employees, he wouldn't have bought the fucking car. Literally. Like again, it, he's just bigger loser Walt. Literally, and he's without the cool shit. Like, and just the scene where he's like, "Maybe I need a fuck you, fuck you, fuck get out." We also get to see uh, Kirby and and Huel, Boston and Huel, the best. The best. Seeing Bill Burr with hair is so unsettling. It's not right. He had. He man, is that man was born to be bald. <laughs> he came out bald. He was bald <laughs> as a kid. Like it's like when you see young Willem Dafoe. It's like no, you're not real. <laughs> like yeah, when I saw young Willem Dafoe, I'm like, looks so. It looks like a deep fake. <laughs> like it, it. He looks like the third Sprouse twin. <laughs> like it's not right. It's not. <laughs> He got but, displaced in time. Oh god! Give it another fifty years, and the fucking Sprouse twins are gonna look like Willem Dafoe. Oh god! Both Sprouse twins is Norman Osborn. <laughs> One of them is Norman Osborn. The other is Green Goblin. <laughs> Specifically in the scenes where he's talking to the mask. <laughs> but I was thinking more of like you know I'm Full House. Or any of those movies where it's like a kid character played by a like, <laughs> but it's just two grown men <laughs> like swapped two, out. Like, to two fucking six-year-old men just going back and forth. Like, you can obviously tell which one is which, but they just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's God. fine, it's fine, don't worry it's... about it. Oh, God. But, the, like, everything with Ted, like, that whole subplot is 
it's great because it's it's a good parallel to Walt and how like mm-hmm. Skylar just does shit tasting men. <laughs> yeah, even like the one dude that seemed decent, no, nah, he's a piece of shit, and is willing to extort her for more money. Yep. yep. Because he he's like he definitely has like an addiction with spending. Like, oh, 100 percent. He's like he has a compulsion. Yeah. And then the fucking scene where Kirby and Hewell go over to Sus is like, Hewell, are you happy? Reasonably. Reasonably. <laughs> Anything to make you unhappy? This dumb motherfucker not doing what he's told. <laughs> and they're like, just sign the check, and we'll mail it. And then Ted fucking The bolts. best Chekhov's gun there's ever been. <laughs> just fucking runs, slips on this carpet. And slides and cracks his neck. neck. And they both just look at him like... And his body's twitching. It's like, I was on the floor dying for ten minutes after that. It's both disturbing and hilarious. It's so... It's so sudden. It's what gets me every time. Like, there's no sound or build-up. It's just... (laughs) I need someone to edit it with cartoon sound. I'm sure someone has. I'm sure someone Oh, 100%. Has. But, but yeah, like, uh, and then, you know, the final three episodes, like, Crawl Space, uh, mm. End Times, and Face Off, like, you know, Skylar, where's the money, Skylar? I gave it to Ted. <laughs> and then uh, just... when he's just laughing. God. Because, like, he knows he's dead now. Yeah, he's just delirious and shit. And... Like, I like how this this two-part finale has a weirdly altruistic side to Walt, where he's like, Skylar, you and the kids go with Hank. No one else is going to pay for my choices. Like, yeah. Like, this was like his last truly altruistic moment. Like, because, you know, like, you know, he is an asshole. Piece of shit. But he still loves his family. He like, does. Like, and I, I like that when the chips were down, he's like, no more excuses, no more bullshit. I am going to die. None of you should pay for that. Like, that, like, just go with, with them and stay safe. And, you know, the Brock and the Ricin and like, well, Jesse thinks it's Ricin. Brock, Brock gets poisoned because Walt, Walt meets him earlier. And, and like, Jesse's like, tell, to Andrew, he's like, tell him, tell him it was ricin, bitch. <laughs> he says that in the scene. He does. And, but then he goes and he's like, I'm going to fucking murder Walt. Like, and then like, at the last second, Walt turns him back onto his side because he's like, don't you see he did it? Like. Who do we know who's okay with using children? Hmm? You? Like, uh. Okay, no. who else do we know? <laughs> Gus. And who do we know has poison? You. Who else? Gus. See? It's obviously not me. Don't but... go to my backyard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But, like, he's so masterful and gaslighting because like it worked on me yeah that's the thing like it 
Like, I knew he had to have been the one who did it because I've seen that he can't keep getting away with it. Seen, I, like, I'd never seen the full scene, so I had no idea what he was about. So I, I genuinely had no idea. People, people spoiled it for me, unfortunately. But, uh, but like, but still, it works in the moment. Like, it really does. And so Walt and Jesse together again, they're like, we're going to blow the fuck out of Gus. And oh, it doesn't. We're going to blow him up, I mean. <laughs> I'm not gay, Jesse. I... Bummer, bitch. Wait, are you? Yeah. Nice. Oh, I, I accept you, Jesse. You are valid. I will not pretend to understand it, but I accept it. This is Breaking Bad Twitter. <laughs> what it's become. It is, unironically. Like, people have said Breaking Bad fans in 2012, sexism. Breaking Bad yeah. fans in 2022, can you imagine Walt holding Jesse's hand as he gets his first HRT shot? <laughs> it's so true, though. Both of those characters would call you a slur. In one instance, that's, that's the real thing, is both of those people would hate you. But but they're so silly. So, Jesse would only be like that because that's just how everyone was in 2009. I, I believe, piece of shit. Yeah. I believe Jesse I believe Jesse grew out of it and he's more understanding. He is a he nice grew husband out of it when he year. turned into a when he became a 40-year-old man. Yeah. Compound. <laughs> you know what? It, it is a... I, I do like that, you know, like, I do like to think that the reason he looks older in El Camino is just because, you know, age. higher. Like, he got fucked up, so he just yeah, aged no, rapidly. It, it makes sense. That is, like, a thing of, like, stress and just shit like that will make you look much yeah. older than you actually there, are. There is a thing called Marie Antoinette syndrome where your hair can suddenly turn white in an yeah. intense period of stress and yeah. anguish. How I learned this was from Tokyo Ghoul. <laughs> I learned that, it from Critical Role. <laughs> like, that was a thing in Tokyo Ghoul where it's like Kaneki, who had black hair, gets kidnapped by this fucking serial killer ghoul, and he's tortured for an extended period of time. And then his hair just turns white. But and his his fingernails and toenails turn black from being constantly cut off and regrown. That's yeah. not how that works, but okay. Yeah, I was gonna say that's not a thing. But and it's effective. But man, I need to read the manga all the way through because that anime is so unfortunate. <laughs> it ruined everything forever. They made four 12-episode seasons. They couldn't be bothered to make any of them 24 episodes, nor to actually adapt it properly. Oh, boy. But, yeah, no, them face-off is the big one, where Walt makes a deal with Hector, and, like, the, the police are like, Jesse, how would you know about Ryson? And shit like that, and Jesse weasels his way out of it, and, like, um, Mike's in the hospital, so he's not there for any of this. Yeah, he got he got shot during mm-hmm. the the thing, so he's in Gus's makeshift hospital. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but but um, so like 
it's just it's a really good finale. Like just he's like, okay, were you gonna do this? So then Hector seems like he's gonna spill the beans to the DEA. He doesn't actually do anything because all he does is just like, just says suck my nuts to the DEA. <laughs> With the oh, proudest so expression, good. with the proudest expression on this face, it's so good. Oh, I forgot about that one time he shit his pants at the DEA. Yeah, because they like they bring him in because they think like they know like you know he saw Jesse at the at Tuco's house and shit, so like he would c- convict him. He's not gonna help the fucking cops. Yeah, I do. That is a cool thing because it's like, yeah, I hate you. I'm not gonna help the pigs. I Fuck fucking that. hate these guys. Yeah. I'm Fuck that. shit my pants in their house. <laughs> That's real. <laughs> but, like... Oh, you know, maybe Hector wasn't so bad. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. He, he tried to drown that kid. Cabron, I need to see your balls. <laughs> That's from Better Call Saul. Yes. He says boss, but it sounds like he says balls. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> <sighs> but, but but yeah, so Gus because because he went there willingly Gus sees it and he's like, Alright, time for him to die. Yeah. So it's like, alright, you're talking to the fucking DEA now, so this mm-hmm. ain't I'm not letting this slide. But so we get the scene where he's like, last chance to look at me, Hector, because he's gonna give him the inject lethal injection. Mm-hmm. And then Hector's just tapping the thing. And then it's a bomb. Like, it, he looks at Gus for the first time, and he just oh. taps the bell, and he sees this bomb, he's like, oh, And it, it wasn't one take, this shot, where, like, the thing explodes and then he comes out. Right. They, they use VFX to make it one shot, which is really impressive. Like, it's very it seamless. But it's cool that they use both uh, practical effects and, you know, CGI to do the face, but... God, like, comes out, just does his tie, and just, you see his bone. Like, yeah, no, like, his his face is gone. Like, it's very disturbing. Like, it's not like in Dark Knight, where it's like, you know, it is, like, that was realistic, you know, kind of burned face. But this is like, no, there's not even blood there. Like, his skin is just, like... Like, his flesh is so roasted. Like, it's not even, like, charred black. It's, like, looks so fucking just fucked up. Like, ugh. Like, it looks like a live leak video. Yeah. Just God, I hope none of them had to do the Last of Us 2 method. See you for that. Or the Mortal Kombat 11 method. God, it's fucked up. Um... Yeah, no, so then Walt and Jesse clean house and uh, they destroy the meth lab. And then Jesse's like, Yeah, it was something called Fla- uh, Lily, Lily of the Valley. And he's like, Oh, well, I guess he thought it would look like ricin. And then they're like, Yeah, okay, goodbye. And then Walt calls Skyler and he's like, It's over. I won. And that's the moment Skyler's like, Oh. It, there was nothing altruistic about this, was there? Oh. Like, he didn't... 
Like, he didn't do this to save his family. He did it for He did it to fucking screw over Gus. And then the final shot of his backyard. Motherfucker. See it in Zoli of the Valley. And that's season four. Ow. Any last any last thoughts on it before we get to the last one? Ugh, it's just fucking It's good shit, this yeah. TV show. Who would have thought? Oh, excuse me. You're good. But Okay, I've talked a lot, so why don't you start with your with 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 season five? Why don't you why don't you okay. set the stage? Okay. So uh, now that Gus is dead, Walt has just decided I'm in charge now, and everyone's like, uh, "What? What? That? <laughs> oh, this isn't like a Sith thing, dude. It's not okay." Like Mike is just straight. I am not listening to this fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. I am only here because it's either here or the cops. Yeah, but um, what was it? So they 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 get in, Mike and Jesse just kind of want to like lay low and just like let this heat die down because you know Gus's whole thing is going up. And like get yeah. known, and the 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 cops even have his laptop and computers and shit, which have video record of all of them in the fucking super lab. <laughs> which I looked it up on the Breaking Bad wiki. It's literally called the super lab. <laughs> I love it. uh, it's so good. Uh, so the. Because, you know, in season four, Gus had cameras installed that watch their every move and record everything. So, mm-hmm. you know, that that was likely both to monitor him and also like an insurance policy of like, if you fuck with me, this shit's going to get to the cops and you know. Oh, what. yeah. Oh, yeah. So then Jesse has the brilliant idea of magnets, bitch. Magnets. How do they work? What is that from again? I have no idea. I I just know it's been around for like 20 years. Yeah, bitch. Magnets. How do they work? (laughs) But, uh, yeah, so they just they just drive a big fucking magnet to the police station near the evidence lockup, which fries the laptop's memory and shit. Mm-hmm. And like all the drives, as well as sucks up the entire evidence room. Oh yeah, <laughs> and you know causes just pure calamity. Oh okay, it's from a it's from an insane clown. It's from an insane clown posse song. Oh, <laughs> oh of course. Where he's like fucking magnets. How do they work? <laughs> oh, I love that. But, uh, yeah, so after that, Mike and Jesse, like, want to be done, and Walt's like, what do you mean? We gotta get back to cooking. Like, business as usual. Let's get back to it. And they're like... There is no business. 
you you burned the business down. We blew it up. We literally blew up the lab. And it's like, we'll just make another one. It's like, you don't understand how this works. Okay. Yeah. We're following an idiot. All right. <laughs> but uh Mike eventually like gets him in contact with uh uh Lydia, who was Gus's like chemical supplier. Magical, yeah. Yeah. And the, the yeah. lead the lead guy at that killed himself because he's like, oh, God. well, everything. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so, and Lydia is the worst. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, she is rightly paranoid, but she's just the worst. She's very cowardly. She is. That, that's what it is more. It's not even just paranoia. She's just a coward. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, she wants to reap the benefits of all this without any consequences, as yeah, most do, like, but especially she doesn't want to get her hands dirty and yeah, wants other like, people to get the dirty work done for her. Yeah. Like, she she doesn't know how to fucking turn off the security cameras in her own building. Yeah. Like, that's how incompetent she is. But, uh, yeah, so... the. They work out some some shit to like try to get more more stuff, but it Lydia really wants these like ten dudes killed because they were very important people in Gus's operation mm-hmm. that got arrested in all the all the chaos and if they talk, that's it. They're fucked. Mm-hmm. But yeah. but Mike but Mike is like, no, those are my guys. They're they're solid, they're not gonna break, they're not gonna talk. And then one of them is about to break. Yeah. Oh no, she no, she sent that guy to kill him. Oh wait, yeah, that's right. Yeah, but uh so the 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 problem that they're running into is they don't have the money anymore. Mm-hmm. The the DEA, the, the feds, they that they, they fuck came in and they sucked it up. Mm-hmm. It's gone. And Skylar gave all the money to Ted. Yeah. So they have whatever was left in Walt's basement and and whatever Mike has in his bank account, but the DEA are sniffing around him now and they're taking his money, so he's screwed there. Mm-hmm. So they need to cook again to get the hush money as well as, in Walt's case, just build the empire back up. Yeah. And- you know, benefit himself when he learns about the, the like you know the legacy costs. He's pissed because he's like, I never agreed to that, and he's like, Well, tough shit, you gotta, you know. But uh, yeah, it's like a whole the whole thing, and I I I really like their new cover for the meth lab of they're a pest control company. Yeah, like they just do it in random people's houses. Like yeah, because that's like. That's so fucked up, but that's so smart. Because like the, the, all the evidence will be taken away. Like they won't. Like the smell yeah. will be gone afterwards. Like thing. Yeah. Like, like they. Like you see a tented house, and you see dudes in like hazmat suits rolling in all this crazy equipment, and like a really bad smell comes out of it. You're, you're not gonna think twice about it. Mm-hmm. You know, like, just be like oh, okay, exterminators got it. I love that they get a uh, they get Skinny Pete and Badger and Badger to uh, get like band cases those band those like instrument case things to put all the chemicals in and it works perfectly. 
Like yeah. they can set it up in no time flat. Yeah, it takes like ten seconds, and they're good mm-hmm. to go. And they set up like the little mini hospital tent, like the plastic one, to really like contain most of the smell and shit in it. Mm-hmm. So it's not a big problem. But yeah, uh, what was it? Right. So Lydia... we're, gonna, we're coming. Oh, sorry. We're. I was just gonna say we're probably we're already like on hours. So. Oh shit! Yeah, we're getting close to four. It's Breaking Bad that happens. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I'm not trying to make you rush. I'm just saying, like, like this will be a long one. We're sorry, guys. Yeah, <laughs> we're not. It's Breaking Bad. You expected exactly. this, exactly. Uh, look, we're we're fine with doing the longer ones for shit like this because they deserve it. Exactly. Yeah, but uh, so what was what was I uh right right uh. So yeah, what one of Mike's guys gets paid off by Lydia to to start killing the others, but Mike puts a stop to that shit immediately mm-hmm. and kills him because it's like, you know, fuck him. But yeah, so they start they start cooking again. At first, they're just going to use Lydia's barrels because that's what they always did. But then there's trackers on all of them. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, fuck. Now what? And I think it was her that did it, but then like they hack into uh, Hank's office because he's the new he's the new SAC. Like, yeah, he's the, the head, head of, of the DEA. DEA now, or not the DEA, but like that branch. Yeah, the the Albuquerque DEA. Yeah, and basically Walt just goes into his office and pretends to about Skyler. It's so funny, like, he's just, like, bawling his eyes out about Skylar, like, not loving him anymore, and, like, going, like, I don't know what to do, and Hank is just, like, tugging on his car, like, and tries to, like, get out of it. And he goes, uh, he's like, oh, I'll get coffee. Coffee fixes all problems. And then, uh, well, he uses the opportunity to put a bug in, to put a bug in his office, and so they hear the truth that at least from what i remember they that's how they find out that no lydia wasn't putting the trackers on the barrels just to like get them to stop she was no it was it was the dea yeah like it wasn't hank's guys but it was someone else like another crew that was in there yeah where they just they just play-doh'd a bunch of fucking trackers onto the outside of the barrels and hank is like are you guys fucking stupid yeah (laughs) Oh god, that was funny. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, also then, simultaneously. Sorry, I didn't mean I No, no, go cuz I am I, skipping a bunch, I realize. I I just wanted to like, you know, say like there is a subplot of Skylar like breaking. having a nervous break breakdown and like yeah. making it seem like she's going she's like going to harm herself, but really it's just to get the kids away from Walt. Mhm. Because and he gives that whole thing where he's like, "Well, what is your plan that you're gonna do in order to in order to like stop me?" And like, she's like, "All I can do is bide my time until it comes back." And he's like, "Until what comes back?" And she's like, "The cancer," because yeah, like yeah, that, that that it is crazy to think about like the impetus behind the whole show. Walt having cancer hasn't come up in like two seasons. Hmm. Like it, it has not been a motivating factor for years. It has not. Well, in the case of in the timeline of the show, months, like six months. 
Yeah. <laughs> but uh, still. Yeah, but that I I love that whole plot because yeah, Skyler realized this is nope, nope, like can't. Oh, the boys outperformed all the Marvel Studios Disney Plus show. That's hilarious. <laughs> just, That's amazing. <laughs> God. If Daredevil, oh. if Daredevil doesn't fix everything, I'm going to lose hope forever. There's nothing left. Yeah, but, uh... Oh, yeah, there's a whole thing where, like, early on in the season, uh, Jesse's, like, freaking out trying to find the, uh, the cigarette. Oh, yeah. That he poisoned with the ricin. Because that disappeared in season four, you know, he couldn't find it. Mm-hmm. Which is, well, like, fucked him up. Yeah. Uh and like <laughs> this is the whole like part of the episode where like he calls Walt over to help him right when you know Walt's the one that took it. Mm-hmm. Uh <laughs> they just tear up his house looking for it. They go through everything. <laughs> I love the part where like the Roomba comes in and Walt's like, What the hell is that? It's like it's a Roomba and Walt just stares at it. <laughs> he's like like he knows what it is but he just looks mesmerized <laughs> he's just... I don't know how else to explain it that's his one weakness Roomba Roomba well two weaknesses cancer and Roomba <laughs> <laughs> oh god and, and then when, when they finally you know find, find the cigarette Jesse just has an enormous breakdown, like, mm-hmm. and Walt comforts him, but it's so fucked up. Because, it's... like, we know he's full of shit. Mm-hmm. And, and also the scene in that earlier in the episode where he goes to Saul, or it might have been after, I don't remember when, but it was in the same episode where, where Saul's like, look, no, I'm done. Like, I do, I do a lot, but you poisoned a kid. I'm, I'm not doing this anymore. Like, yeah. I'm done. And oh, then, no. and then Walt just very slowly goes up to him, and he's horrified, and he's like, "We're done." When I say we're done, like, and it's like, oh, like, mm-hmm. like it's less of a cool thing and more of just he's horrifying. He's a monster. Like Jesus Christ, but, but yeah, and then they do the whole thing with the methylamine. Where they they're gonna hijack it from a tree, like 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 an old western in the 1930s or something. Like it, it's just like yeah, we're gonna do this whole operation. We're gonna stop this train. We're gonna get the methylamine out. It's all gonna go hunky dory. Yeah. <laughs> and then we get Todd in. Yeah, we got Todd because Todd ingratiated himself pretty well with the crew. You mm-hmm. know. He was the pretty competent at the pest control thing. He was polite. He was good at it. He could, you seem trustworthy. And, and then he shot a child. Yeah, he just, he just, like, the child did nothing. He yeah. doesn't even know what happened. He just rolled up and, like, waves at the, because, like, f- from, like, that percent, even if he was, like, there the whole time, I don't think he would have understood they were robbing the train. Yeah, like, he's, he's a kid. He's not gonna get it. Like, 
And all he saw was like three dudes with a hose attached to a train, like pumping shit in the the dirt. And even then, he probably didn't see that part. Yeah, like, like he like he doesn't know what shit they're doing. But Todd is just like because Todd is Todd, and he's so fucked up. And this is when we first see it. Just shoots that kid. Mm-hmm. And it's just Jesus. And they dissolve him in the next episode. That's the most fucked up part is they melt him in acid. Yeah. And then Todd just goes, eh, shit happens, you know? And then Jesse beats the shit out of him. Rightfully so. Like you should, you should do it again. Like like Jesse's like, look, if he's here, I'm out. I'm done. Like, yeah. no. Because, yeah. Yeah. It, they had to come up with some kind of compromise because, like, Todd has too many connections to just let him go. Mm-hmm. And they can't kill him because then Nazi Uncle Jack's going to come knocking on the door. To be fair, they don't know it's Nazi Uncle Jack. But... They don't, but they could, they could probably put two and two together. Mm-hmm. And realize, hey, we just killed that guy. What's up with this army of dudes with these funny tattoos? Uh-oh. <laughs> Rut-row. Uh, oh, but, boy. Um, but, yeah. Uh, so, you know, they, they do deal with that, and they they get to cooking and making the money, and Mike is, like, very much... We're, or, no, before that, before they actually start the cook, Mike and Jesse had the plan of, we're gonna sell our share of the methylamine to these dudes so they can make their stuff for, mm-hmm. like, five million. This, there'll be enough to, for me, Mike, to pay off those guys and for you guys to just live comfortably and ignore shit. Mm-hmm. And Walt's like, fuck you. Don't do that. Yeah. And Mike and Mike's like, no, too late. We're already making the deal. And then the guy's like, well, no, we want all of it. Yeah. So, and so Mike just chains him up in the fucking office and goes, we're just going to, we're doing the deal. You can't stop it. Sorry. And then Walt just fucking <laughs> burns his hand to get out. God. They, I feel like there were many better ways to do that. But that was raw, so it's fine. And then he takes the methylamine from them. He's like, I got an idea. Where everybody wins. The idea is I win, you guys lose, (laughs) and I run away. (laughs) But you don't know that part yet. (laughs) Don't worry, it's fine. Forget I said anything. Hi, my name is Walter. (laughs) You might die next episode, Mike. What? Uh, Don't worry about it. It's fine. Just give me the names. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it, it is like I'm going to cook for them, and yep. like I'll split. We'll all get our share of the money, and yep. it'll be more than enough to do what we want and get mm-hmm. shit done. And, and then, uh, and then Mike's money guy gets caught. Yeah, and the whole thing goes tits up. <laughs> Also, before that, like when Mike gets to gets out, but then like 
Walt just believes Jesse is going to stick with him anyway. And yeah, and Jesse's like, no, I'm out. I'm done. And Walt's like, yo, but Jesse, it because we're in charge now, no one else will get hurt. It's like a child died now that we were in charge. A kid was shot a day ago and we melted his body into goop. And his bike. And his bike. And Todd kept his fucking spider. Oh god. Shit. Literally. Hate him so much. Ugh. God, Ugh. and like and Walt just chastises him saying like what except like in your life except video games and getting high and shit. And he's like, Okay, well fuck you. Bye. Yeah, well fuck you too then. And Walt's like, wait, I didn't mean it. Yeah, you did. <laughs> but yeah, like you said, Mike's when a guy gets caught and uh because, like, the police have been on Mike for a bit. Like, they've been, like, they, you know... Yeah. They, they never had anything concrete until they got his lawyer. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, they got all the money. And now and it's the, like, well, I gotta go. Mm-hmm. Just give me my bag, and then I'll be out of your life forever. And, uh, uh good luck with those guys. Alright, mm-hmm. bye. And you know Walter, he gets the bag for him, and he's like, "Give me the, give me the names." And Walter, and Mike is like, "No, fuck you," and just gives him the dressing down of a fucking eternity. Yes, where he's God. just, he's just like, you, "We had a good thing going, and then you walked in, you and your pride and your ego, and you just had to fuck it all up for everyone. You had to be, you just had to be the man. If you had done, if you had." Sh- Knowing your role, we would all be fine right now. And then, oh, and then you know he leaves, and Walt walks off, and then he immediately walks back and shoots him through the window. He, not for the names, but for the, but because his pride was wounded. Because he made fun of him. Mm-hmm. So then Mike goes off to the to the crick. Just to die in peace, and Walt follows him, and I love that he he goes like, "Oh, I could have gotten the names from Lydia. I like didn't to need tr- to do this." Like to try to like he knows he could have done that from the start. He does it to try to like fucking make this all about him and like a mm-hmm. moment about him. And and Mike is like, "Just shut the fuck up and let me die in peace." And then he just falls over. God, what a good, like, I mean, it's a very depressing send-off, but... It's just, so fitting. Yeah. Because you know? Mike did make his bed. Like He did. Like, he made these choices. He, he, he loved his granddaughter. Mm-hmm. He wasn't a good guy. Like, I love Mike. He's such a great character. He's awesome. He's, but, he deserved... This is the way he would he should go out, you know. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah. So, and with that, you know, Walt gets the the names from Lydia, and calls up Todd's Uncle Jack. And goes, you guys have some very funny looking tattoos, but I respect <laughs> that. So, what do you say? <laughs> you want to commit some murder? It's like. Are you of them white with blonde hair and blue eyes? I don't think so. Good enough for us. Let's go. None of you are either. 
Uh, I dyed my hair. It's still it's still brown. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm colorblind. Listen, I tried. <laughs> I still believe in it. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Look, that's what happens when you work with the Nazis. All right. That's true. So uh, yeah, they they then murder like ten people in two minutes across in prisons across the whole country. And it's like, you know, so most of them, you know, they just get stabbed with tooth with with toothbrushes because that's how it do in prison. Mm-hmm. And then the one dude just gets lit on fire. <laughs> yeah, that, fuck that like, guy in particular. Fuck that guy in particular. Wait, I guess he might have been in like solitary or something. Maybe yeah, because he was in like a special cell. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's why. But like even that, it's like fuck that guy in particular. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna light him on fucking fire. Oh god. But yeah. yeah, then like the fucking scene where Skyler's like, "Well, you gotta look at this." Also, they bought the car wash, which was always. Oh yeah, that happened in like season four, I think. Yeah, because Skyler's idea was the best idea. <laughs> like yeah. Saul kept pushing for Danny's laser tag. It's like, no one's going to get the running gag, Saul. Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> I love but, that they bring it back in season five when they're looking for new fronts for the meth lab before getting to the pest control company. Yeah. And like, like they're sitting in the car and Saul's like trying to sell them on it. Like, come on. I'm just like, it's like the middle of the night. This is like their last one. He's like, all right, come on. I'm just saying, I think this could be, you know, and Walt's just like, no. <laughs> and then they cuts to the outside showing the sign and as they're driving off. It's like <laughs> it's my favorite running gag in the whole show. Oh god. It's just Saul keeps trying to sell Danny's laser tag. It won't happen. I hope Danny's laser tag got a suitable buyer eventually. I'll let you know when I get to season six of Better Call Saul. Uh we'll see. We'll see. Walt Jr. Uh, buys it. <laughs> he would. He would 100% do it. And he would be based for it. Yeah. We haven't been talking much about him in this recap. He's the GOAT. He doesn't have many story arcs, but, like, that's fine. He's a, he doesn't need it. He's, he's, he's he works great as, character. like, yeah, and he's just, he's awesome. Yeah. Is it, oh, the fucking save Walter that he makes sure it's, it's so funny. Like, it's so, like, it's so nice, and, like, you know, it's so funny though. It's such awful design. It looks like shit, but the he's so piss, proud of it. The piss yellow text on the lime green background. <laughs> he tried really hard. He did. You know what? He did. And you know what? It worked. It, it was all fake, you know, money laundering by Saul, but like, it. you guys uh, know that? Oh, uh, <laughs> Oh god, but <sighs> but yeah, uh, well, we're, oh fuck, where were we? Oh yeah, they kill all the guys. Yeah, and then and then like you know, Skyler's like, Walt, I need to show you something. And there's a storage unit. She's like, I had to put it all here because there was too much to yep. put in the to put at the at the at the car wash. It's just a fucking mountain of money. It, like it's a fucking Scrooge McDuck pile. It makes a cube, <laughs> and she's like, <laughs> it becomes cube. And she's like, there is so much here. I wouldn't be able to launder it all in my life. Like, yeah, we, no- we can't launder it. We can't count it. 
It's too much. When is enough enough? And she's like, when is enough enough? And like, and he's like, but, but buddy, it's epic. <laughs> he says that verbatim. Oh. <laughs> like he can't even argue it. Yeah. I mean, it's like, yeah, no. This is enough money to last you like three lifetimes. He eventually decides to quit. Like I forgot what exactly uh spurs him on to like call it quits, but I think it may have just been Skylar telling him he can have the kids back if he quits. Yeah. Or something like that. I don't know. And, and also, like, you know, everything with Jesse and, like... Yeah. And, like, to- working with Todd and doing too good. Yeah. But, uh... But, yeah, so he, he's out, and, you know, everything's... He gives Jesse his money, and, uh, like, the, the white family's having a big old... big old barbecue. Yeah. Then Hank... It's like, I gotta take a shit, Walter. (laughs) (laughs) And then he finds the book. No, he takes a piss and he comes back with no problems. What are you talking about? My favorite videos are the the all Breaking Bad endings videos where it's like, (laughs) and it's like one of them is like piss ending, Hank takes a piss instead, and it plays plays back in black. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And then resurrection ending where it's like Hank comes back from the dead to kill the neonats. The doom theme. <laughs> the power of the minerals brings him back. They they made a big mistake burying him with all these minerals around. <laughs> there was one comment I saw that video of like the resurrection where it was like he respected the minerals in life and so the minerals returned their respect in death. <laughs> I, I love that that was just like that was just a thing that happened in season four is Hank just got really into minerals and distract himself. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Marie, they're minerals. And all right. <laughs> the power of the minerals resurrects. Hank was just like me in fourth grade, for real. <laughs> Look at these cool we, rocks I found. We all like in, in like elementary school science had those things. I don't know if it was everybody, but I feel like we all kind of had to. Th- we're excavating minerals and crystals and stuff, and it's like, yeah, it's no. like, like did we did did you do that in elementary school? Because there's like a thing where it's like, you know, sometimes they'd have some people come in. Like there was this thing I went into, which was like a little, uh, fucking planetar- mini planetarium. We went into that was like a blow up planetarium in the oh, gym. That's cool. And then like they brought like this truck in of like you know science for kids or whatever where you got to like go in and excavate minerals from from sand or something <laughs> i'm guessing you never did that yeah no not to this extent like yeah. I, I think we did we had like a fake excavate kit thing it was mm. just in like a box with like fake rock that you chip away at to get to like the thing underneath yeah yeah yeah. Anyway, uh, you know, Hank finds out the true ev- the true villain of the series, Walt Whitman. <laughs> Wait a second. 
Willy Wonka, <laughs> for size of her call. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> I fully believe that those tr- those candies are full of meth. <laughs> God, just like we're just he's looking at the book and then he just thinks back. And yeah, like, is it so- is it because Walt had the book there? Like he wasn't supposed to have the book there or something? I, I think I. No, it's because it's, it's cause the front of it. It's it's a note from Gail saying like to WW. Mm. On right, it, and yeah. Hank reads that, and he remembers the handwriting from a different thing. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, that's when he puts it together. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like, God, it's like, just... Huh, you got me. And then he yeah. just looks up, and then that's it for a year. Yeah. Fuck! Like, imagine... I, I would have lost it. Like, oh, God. Mm. And then, fucking... Right, he ages. He's he was on the. He was on that year. toilet for a year processing the. His legs must be. His legs are broken again. <laughs> his ACL they, is not working anymore. He cannot. He can't bend he, his toe. His legs went so numb that they they the nerves died again. <laughs> but got, like he immediately just starts having another panic attack, where it's like the classic gift where. He pulls into his driveway and comes out of the car and stops and starts breathing heavily. Like, yeah. But God, like, it's all up. Like, just Jesse spiraling, throwing his money out of the window. Yeah. And Walt becoming more and more suspicious of Hank because he, he finds a truck in his car. That was a good thing in season four, too, that I forgot to mention. Like, just Hank trying to take Walt to, uh, to these locations. Mm-hmm. And, like, just a fucking eye of the tiger where he's like, bomb. Hank doesn't need auto tune for real. He don't. And then, like, Walt crashed the car when he was about to find the laundromat. Yep. And ugh, but but yeah, like so that was like this of the car tracker and whatnot. But uh, but um. But yeah, like, so really, this is a one scene episode, like, and it's a yeah. like not to not to like dunk on the episode because it's a great episode. But this is a one scene episode where Walt confronts Hank and then fucking punches him. And he's like, you all this time. It was you. I'm like, yo, oh, so good. Like the like where Walt plays innocent the whole time. And the, like, I love when Walt's like, "Hank, my cancer's back," and he's like, "Good, rot you son of a bitch." But he like, he can't even say it properly because he's that's still Walt to him, like mm-hmm. in a way, like. But Walt keeps trying to play innocent, and he's like, "Has got to bring the kids over to Marie to me, and Marie, and then we'll talk." And then Walt just immediately is like, flips to Heisenberg. He's like, "That is not going to happen." He just. My favorite bit of acting, like, are these two parts where it's like Hank is like, I don't know who you are anymore. I don't even know who I'm talking to. And like, he his voice goes like breathless at the end of it. Like, he's just so like, like, just imagine seeing someone you've known for years who is like a family member, and then they just become someone else entirely right in front of you. 
mm-hmm. like that like i believe him when he says that mm-hmm. and then just fucking if that's true if you don't know who i am then maybe your best course would be to tread lightly Ugh. <sighs> I'm I'm fuzzy on the details for the next few episodes. Mainly just like Jesse keeps spiraling. Hank mm-hmm. is trying to get him on his side. Yeah. Walt's trying uh, to bury the money. Yes. Yeah, so, uh Jesse like is about to like leave. You know, he he you know, he paid the vacuum cleaner man for the identity and he's like about to get picked up. And then he realizes Saul took Jesse's cigarette and gave it to Walt. Yeah, well, he he all swiped it off. Well, yeah, but, but yeah, Saul sorry, perpetrated I being, it. I was being um. Actually, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, it's the it's the autism. Don't worry. It's about okay, it. but yeah. So as soon as like that clicks, everything else does, including the fact that like Mike is dead. Mm-hmm. Walt totally killed him. So and like he Jesse just, knew, but but Walt he was didn't want to believe it. Yeah. Now that he knows, like, oh, he he poisoned Brock. That was it. It and he fucking he immediately goes to like Saul and fucking beats the shit out of him and points a gun at him. Which <laughs> and, yeah and, yeah, and then eventually, like after that, he he leaves to go to Walt's house and it's just spraying gasoline everywhere. Yeah. It's He's so, like, I'm like, gonna burn it all down. Fuck you. I was like, yes, Jesse, do it. Do it. And then we don't see him again for a bit. For a sec. Because Hank swooped in and kidnapped him, basically. <laughs> yeah. like, but we get the... You can't keep getting away with, with it. it. You can't keep I, getting away with it. I I had to try so hard not to laugh at that because, like, it's such a fucking emotional scene, but I can't. The memes have ruined it. See, like, when I watched it, like, all the meme parts, like, it's it worked for me, but I, like, like I'm able to car- compartmentalize it to where it's oh, yeah, like. I am too. It's just there's a part in the back of my mind that's just laughing because I got to yeah. the funny part. <laughs> you said the funny thing. You said it. You did the funny face. Yeah. <laughs> but. I, I love that. Getting away with it. <laughs> but I, I love that this is how Hank really got through to Jesse. It, mm-hmm. it was really interesting seeing their dynamic working as partners or allies, kind of. But it was they, they both had a common enemy. Yeah, they but hate each other, still, but they hate him more. But still, Hank and Gomi kind of like still are like kind of like if they have to, they would throw him under the towel too, or like oh yeah. Throw him under what's the term again? I bus. forgot. Under the bus, yeah. Like, but I I do like you get, like also you know the scene the scene where you know Walt and his family go to the hotel, and then Skyler's like, why don't you just kill him? And Walt's like, what? He's 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 family. Skyler's like, we've come this far. What's one more? And like, she, it, it does hurt because like she doesn't want to do that, but she's like. If this is gonna shut you up, if this is gonna end everything, why, why not do it? Like, right. you say this is the one thing in the way. You clearly have no boundaries with anything. So, yeah. what's just, one just more? Do it. And 
like and you, you, I see like the part where like you know Jesse's like talking with uh, Gus, not Gus, <laughs> with Hank and he digs Gus. up his corpse. <laughs> Like, I need to talk to you as his half skeleton is rotting. <laughs> the, the camera does shot rev- as if it's like a full conversation, but it, whenever it's on, just it just lingers on him when he doesn't it, speak. You hear like a fly buzzing in the background. <laughs> oh, that's fucked up. <laughs> it's like that fucking Reddit fake leak of Multiverse of Madness with Tom Cruise Iron Man in Thanos' head. Yeah. <laughs> I wish that was real still. I wish. Me too. That would have been amazing. That would have been the most fucking insane thing ever in a Like, ugh. That would have been so fucking funny. But, God, like, but yeah, like, when Jesse's talking with Hank and Gomi, and Hank's like, no, he he cares about you. Like, look, look like look, reevaluate everything. Like, he, what he's done for you. Like, what he's going to protect you. Like, obviously, it's you know he still thinks inferior of you. But like, Jesse's like, oh yeah, obviously, Mister White's gay for me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> had to put one more in for the road. Yeah, one but, last batch of homophobia. Yeah, but they they get Jesse to record a te- video, and mm-hmm. I I love the part where like. Marie sees Jesse sleeping at their house and she's like, coffee? And he's like, yeah, that'd be good. And she's like, is this going to be bad for Walt? And Hank's like, yeah. Yep. And she's like, good. good. Like, I love I love that Marie is so, like, dead on about everything in, in, in this second half of season five. Like, you have to kill yourself. <laughs> yeah. God, like, that episode where they meet at the restaurant and they're like, let's so, Oh my god. And Walt's fake confession. It's Ugh. so fucking mean, but it's so, oh my god. It's such a fucking, like, chess move, but, like, he's, but, like, I, f- like, I want to believe that he, it actually hurt him. Because he does love Hank. He loves he Hank. Does. Th- that's the thing. Is at the end of the day, he does genuinely care about, like, Hank and Marie shit. Like, he cares about his family. It's just these are the moves you gotta make. Yeah, he's like, look, this is, look, I don't want to do this, but here's this. This is a deterrent. I have, <laughs> I have a bunch of, this is a deterrent. If you do anything to me, this is what I will release. And things are kind of structured in a way where this might be a better testimony than one you'll So, like, if that released, I feel like he would have had a good chance of beating him. Like, oh, 100%. Like that would have that totally would have like worked. I feel like, yeah, but... especially with the uh the inclusion of like you know I paid for Hank's medical bills. Like, yeah, just say like oh, and he was totally in on it when you know mm-hmm. we know he wasn't, but still, yeah, and like that's why Hank was so insistent Heisenberg shit. Yeah, because like... he had to throw the trail off himself. Mm-hmm. But. Excuse me, but you're good. But um, yeah. So he and Jesse, like Jesse, at first, I'm gonna go with a wiretap to meet to meet uh to meet uh Walt. But he sees like a suspicious looking guy. He's, he's a like, biker dude, and he's like, "No, that's Walt's insurance policy." So he leaves, 
And then it turns out Walt was actually there to talk to him. Like, yeah, Walt was actually genuinely gonna like talk with him, talk it out with him. Which and like that, that dude was just standing there waiting for his daughter. Yeah. <laughs> Again, miscommunication. But to be fair, Jesse is in the right to just be like, no, I'm gonna burn everything down. Yeah, no, it he made the right call, like, no, I'm gonna fuck him over. So he's like, this isn't how we do it. We get his money. So yeah, he sends him that fake photo. Yep. Like, hey, I found it because yeah. we didn't mention. Uh, Walt had uh, Huel and Kirby put all the money in these barrels that he buried yeah. out in the middle of the desert. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he actually like kept track of the coordinates and printed like a lottery ticket with those numbers so he wouldn't forget. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Je- Jesse knew what those coordinates. Well. I don't think he knew, but like, no, he showed. Okay, well, first, um, Walt hires Jack and the gang as like an insurance policy. Like, Jesse's. I need yeah. you guys to kill Jesse. Yeah. And they're on the lookout for him, but, you know, they haven't found him. And then, you know, Walt gets the picture of the barrel of money in the dirt. And he's like, oh shit, they found it. So he drives his, to his thing. And on the way, or no, when he either when he gets there or on the way there he calls he calls Jack and gives him the coordinates mm-hmm. and I think know, it's when he gets there yeah yeah when he gets there cause, yeah, but on yeah, the yeah. way he's calling Jesse and he's basically confessing everything <laughs> like, he's literally telling him everything it's like oh all my the God. way from crazy eight to poisoning Brock he's like it's don't like- you think I knew exactly the amount exactly the amount to give him to make sure he didn't die. And it's like, that is not the issue. That, that, it's literally not the issue, man. The issue is you poisoned a baby. <laughs> oh, God. But, like... But yeah, so he gets there, and Jesse and Hank and shit aren't there. And then he looks down the road and sees them driving up. He's like, oh. Mm-hmm. They were following him. Whoops. So then he just hides behind a rock. <laughs> and, and is like... Or, no, he calls... He thinks it's just Jesse. Yeah. That's why he calls Jack and tells him where he is. And then he sees Hank and Gomez with him. He's like, oh shit. So he tries to call it off. And Jack is like, no. You don't like, do that. Yeah. But they arrest him. They get him dead to rights. And like... Walt is just pissed at Jesse. Because like... He's become like Gus and like what kind of speaks to the- that's another thing about this series, which like everyone has pointed out. Walt becomes each of his victims. He like, does. Like from Crazy Eight with the cutting of the crust off the sandwiches to like all the way to Gus with like, how dare you speak to the DEA and shit? Like and all that. Yeah. Like which is is a great detail. Nothing he does is original. Yeah, no, nothing. He he just steals everything from everyone else. Mm-hmm. But they get him in the car, and then he sees the trucks, and he's like, Hank! Hank! Don't do it, Hank! Get out of here! It's another meme, but... I, I couldn't stop laughing. And then they got real serious real quick, and I stopped laughing. Then we get to Ozymandias. The final three episodes. Mm-hmm. God, like, 
the whole opening sequence where they kill Gomi, they do yeah. a shootout, yeah. and Walt tries to beg for Hank's life. Yeah. And Hank is like, tell them, like, he's like, Hank, tell them, tell them you'll you'll look the other way. Just just do it. But Hank, he's like, I'm not going to be like you. I'm not going to give in to your shit. I'm not going to like compromise the way you've compromised. Yeah. And yeah. he's like, he's like, you're the smartest guy I know, Walt, but you're too stupid to see. He made up his mind ten minutes ago. Oh. Do what you gotta. Do. God. And then Walt, and then Walt, <laughs> the fucking, it, it's, it's such a horrifying moment and it's such good it acting. Is. It like, is. I love, I love Mia Dolly Zoom, but it's like, it's very good. It's just the internet has destroyed it. <laughs> oh God. But it's just such a horrific, it's a, such a horrific scene. Cause like Walt is heartbroken. Because this is the ultimate moment where he's finally seeing what this is all cost him. Like, yeah, it's like, the one thing he didn't want to happen was his family getting hurt because of him. And he just lost his brother-in-law. Yeah. And he has to take his anger out on somebody. He can't take it out on the Nazis because they just stole all of his fucking money and they have guns. So yeah. takes it out on Jesse. And they take Jesse, and it looks like they're going to kill him. But then Todd is like, no, nah, let's let's keep him. Like, he probably knows some DEA stuff. We can get it out of him. Mm-hmm. And then right before they go, Walt's like, I watched Jane die. God. He, I, he just rubs it in his face of like, I was there. I could have stopped it. I didn't. Like, he so very clearly does it. Jesse for siding with Hank and you know turn you turn you turn him against me. You've done that yourself. <laughs> but, but like it's like you know that kind of anger. I I need someone to take this anger out because again, toxic masculinity asshole. Like, nope. but it's almost does, like it's a theme. What? Who would have thought? But, it's like the Nazis are the ultimate toxic masculinity. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> but they let Walt keep one barrel of money, which is $10 million. Oh, you know, he's set for life. Yeah. So he takes the barrel and goes back to his family. He's like, Skylar, we got to leave. Everyone leave. Well, well, first he tries to drive it back, and then the car breaks down, so he has to roll it through the desert. Oh yeah! Until he fi- until he finds this Native American man and gives him like a wad of cash for his truck. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, "Skylar, like, let's go and like whole new lives. We can we can leave right now. Let's do it. Come on." Yep. And then she's like, she puts two and two together, and she's like, because she knew Hank was going out there to to get him. Yeah, because Marie already told her. Yeah. And she's like, you killed him. And he's like, no, no, no. I tried to save him. Like, just. And just, God, we get one of the best fucking scenes where you see, like, the break, the full breakdown of, like, everything that has come from episode one to now. Like, mm-hmm. it just, it's such a big, it's hard to describe. Like, it's such a full, not full circle, but so, like, 
this is a story coming to a head. Like, yeah, it it's almost like cathartic. Yeah, but in like the worst way because you just feel bad the whole time. <laughs> like Skylar finally stands up to Walt. Yeah, like, it's so good. Like she's like, get out of my house. Like get out. Like no, we you you have gone. You've already crossed the line. You are not even in the circle. Like you just you fuck fuck like get out and yeah. She tries to like stab him with a knife. Yeah, Walt Junior's like trying to keep the peace, but it's not working because he doesn't understand. He doesn't, but like. Like he he did get told that Walt's a drug dealer, but he doesn't believe it. He didn't he didn't believe it until he saw his dad walk in, sunburned to shit, covered in dirt, going like, "No, I kill him! I, I we gotta go." <laughs> but then it's like, as soon as fucking Walt grabs the knife and turns it on Skyler, Walt Junior immediately protects his mom. He fucking tackles him and flips him over. It's fucking yeah. awesome. Like after all the after all the shit he gave Skyler, like yeah, because because from his his perspective, like unfortunately, it was like like Skyler said, she was the bitch mom that didn't cut him any slack. Yeah, because like from you know as far as he could tell, Walt wasn't doing anything wrong at all. Yeah, Skyler was just being an asshole. But like as soon as he sees the truth, he immediately goes to protect his mom. Yo. Like, and it's fucking awesome. Just, uh, I love Walt. He's the best. I'm glad he's going to get a happy ending ish. He, he he gets millions of dollars, and let's be real, he bought that laser tag company. Yes, I mean <laughs> I can invent. I like to think Saul got like the the email from Danny going, "Hey, this guy finally bought it." It's a fucking picture of Walt Jr. standing in front of the laser tag with the thumbs up. He's like, and he just cries tears of joy. Yeah. Man. Oh, God. But just when Walt's like, what's the matter with you? We're a family. God, and then he's just, and just the fucking zoom out. And the like, baby's oh, just screaming in the background. Like the zoom out from him. And like, it's a very different kind of camera we've seen in this house like compared to like all the other ways they filmed in the house before and it's just perfectly shows how everything is falling apart like fucking like like it zooms up from like Walt Jr. protecting Skylar and then on him like just being like we're a family and he just is like it's him holding the knife like you know in in a metaphorical and you know literal sense like why Walt was the bad guy? Why? I didn't know. I I probably should have guessed when he killed those kids. (laughs) Who would have thought? But just like... He doesn't know what to do except... He takes Holly. And for what reason, we don't really know. Like, I don't think... He doesn't either. Like, he just takes her and goes off and Skylar gives like... Anna Gunn gives the performance of her life in this episode. Like, holy fuck. hurt. When she, like, cried for Walt to give her back Holly. Yeah, and it's just... And then Walt's, like, changing her in a gas station, and she's... Mama. And he's like, I can't do this. Yeah. 
Like so he hires the Nazis to give the baby back. <laughs> no, thankfully not. But wasn't but, it Todd under the mask? I don't think so. No, he he just he just called. He called. No, that that was in the next episode, but he didn't hire them to do that. That was just Todd. Uh, that was just them like making sure Skylar didn't say a word about them. Okay, I thought they were putting Holly back. Nah. Okay. Nah, that's Walt, different then. Yeah, Walt Walt left Holly at the gas station for the cops to find. Oh, okay. But then we get the fucking incredible scene with the phone call, like where Walt forces himself to be the evilest dickhead ever, and it hurts mm-hmm. him because he realizes this is not too far off from what he's. This like, is what I've been doing for the past year. Like when he's like, when he's like, talks about like when he's he does this all to give Skylar an F because he still loves her. Like, yeah. So like he like, he's giving her the out of like, you know, the cops. He knows the cops are listening and like they, they, they'll believe this sob story. No problem. You know, mm-hmm. like he's like, like he starts saying awful things to her about like I time and time again to not me and just and he's crying during it and then she's like where's hank and then he just nearly breaks down Mm -hmm. and like makes it so he never like turns his sadness into like fake anger where he's like you're never gonna see hank again and you just like and marie like betsy brant's fucking performance here too just so good uh, like, and just this is a moment where, like, like I mean, obviously, but it's like this is when Walt realizes none of this was worth it. No, none of it. Like, none of it. I like this didn't lead to anything except misery. Like, and he's just like, and she's like, "Come back, Walt." And he's like, "I've still got things left to do." And then he breaks the phone, and then he just fucking sobs his eyes out like god what a what a perfect scene it's so good and then granite state oh man like you know walt and saul and in robert forster's little man cave (laughs) like yeah and walt tries to do the we're done when i say we're done thing again to saul but saul's not having it so, and also because Walt is dying. Yeah. And Saul's just like, no, it's over. It's like, over. I love that. I love that. Like the thing about him running a Cinnabon was a fucking one-off joke. But then Vince Gilligan's like, and then no, better call Saul went, no, that's just canon. Let's actually have that. I, I, I remember starting better call Saul. I get to that part. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> We opened after Breaking Bad. Did they ever do a cross promotion with Cinnabon? They should have. If they didn't, like they should have. I like to think they did. And if they didn't, yes, they did. <laughs> but yeah, like, um, Walt is taken to, uh, was it, uh, what's the Granite State again? Not Vermont. It's not Vermont. Maine? Not Maine. Minnesota? 
Uh, New Hampshire. New Hampshire. Oh, New Hampshire. Okay. It was one of the news. <laughs> it was one, it of, was the one of the news. <laughs> but, what happened to old Hampshire? <laughs> Drake, what are you doing here? What happened to, to old? In, you're supposed to be in prison. I got out. That's a dark thing to think about. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> what happened uh, to old York? Old York? What happened to old Jersey? Where'd they go? <laughs> Where'd they what come did we from? do to Cotton Eye Joe? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Walt, Walt gets taken to just a remote cabin because he's too hot. Like, he cannot go anywhere. Like, the yeah, entire he, nation knows yeah, about he, Walt. Unlike everyone else that this guy works with, he doesn't get set up with, like, a new identity and shit. He gets a shack. Yeah. Like, admittedly, to hook up some Wi-Fi to this place, I'd live there. Yeah, it's cozy. Yeah. Maybe get, like, an oven <laughs> and not the, the furnace that keeps me warm. But, I don't think I could grill steak on that. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that'll work out. Maybe a brick oven pizza, though. Hey, yeah, okay, that. now... Alright, you're selling me back on it. Alright, we're good. <laughs> but, like, it's just... It's like, you know, they talk, like, Robert Forrester talks about, like, whether or not someone is, like, how hot someone is in terms of, like, how much heat they have on them. Like, if they're mm -hmm. being actively looked for. And Walt is just on fire, because... Yeah, he's on the sun. Like, he is the story of the century. He is wanted across the... across the nation. Like, yeah, so... They are doing news stories about him. Like... Yeah, so you're just gonna live in this cabin for the next uh, how much time you got left? Oh, six months, a year. Mm -hmm. Cause, Cause his cancer's back. Mm -hmm. It's getting real bad. And he keeps paying this guy to give him dialysis. What am I even staying alive for? What am I going to do? Cause like his plan at the start is I'm going to go, I'm going to lay low for a bit and then I'm going to go back. But like on the first day he's there, he's like, I'm going to go to the town and, uh, get get find a way back, and then he's like, tomorrow, and then just months go by. Yeah. Meanwhile, Skylar's getting handed down by the by the DEA and the and the police and shit. She's losing everything, mm -hmm. like, um, she's smoking again and shit, like, and uh, and like, like Todd in the gang, fucking <laughs> Todd in the gang, <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Todd in the gang. Oh no! But they break into her house and like tell her to not tell anyone about them or whatever. And I don't even think she knew about them. Yeah, but they just did it to make sure. Yeah. But yeah. Jesse being held captive by them, and is literally a slave. Like the only reason they're keeping him is because Todd has a stupid little crush on Lydia, and. Lydia knows it, and that's why she uses him and shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and Lydia, Lydia wants the the money from the meth. Mm -hmm. Todd can't cook for shit, but Jesse can. Jesse is a a wizard. Mm -hmm. So they they keep him alive in a in a hole in the ground. You give him some Ben and Jerry's. <laughs> he manages to escape once, and they fucking like get him and he's like just do it kill me and he's like i'm cook for one of you psycho fucks 
And then, oh man. And then they kill Angela. Yeah. Andrea. Andrew, fuck. <laughs> Close enough. This ain't Silent Hill. Says you. <laughs> what if they cast Aaron Paul as James? What would you do? That'd be the one good one. Yeah. The one good fan cast. And they cast, uh, cast Kristen Ritter as Angela. Brian Cranston as Pyramid Head. <laughs> Why do I want that? He's, he's, he's walking around with the big Pyramid Head, but he's just in his underwear. I want to with... see Brian Cranston in a shirtless apron. Yes. He's in the he's in the season one outfit for yeah. the first episode where he's just in his underwear with an apron and the big helmet. <laughs> he's walking around every couple of feet. He has to stop and cough up a lung. <laughs> and then in the end, we find out this is a Breaking Bad sequel. God. And Jesse ended up in Silent Hill. <laughs> Jesse plays a no no no. Uh, Ryan Cranston plays a Eddie. Oh my god. Oh, no. but but yeah, they they kill Andrea, and it's so fucking disturbing. So like Todd just shoots her in the back of the head, and he's like, "Yep." Just so you know, this ain't personal, kid. <laughs> Literally, though. But Jesse's reaction to it, like just being <sighs> tied up and gagged, and his spirit being broken by this, is just so mm-hmm. fucking ugh. Like, but he has no choice but to cook for them because, like, yep. if he doesn't, they're gonna kill Brock. Like, yep. And he knows they will because Todd has no problem with killing children. Yeah. But, God. And then, you know, Walt is getting, he's getting a lot more wrinkly. The dialysis ain't working too. Like, he's, he grew out his hair again and his beard. Yeah. I like that look for, I, I think it's funny because I like that look for him. It is not consistent at all with the flashbacks we see, with the flash forwards we see throughout the season. Like in episode one, where we see him in the future, yeah. like they could not afford the same wig, I guess. No, but it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. But like, funny thing about that flashback or that flash forward, they had no clue what that was going to be. They, That's they, they, awesome. They just, they're just like, oh. Get around here. That's amazing. It is like because it feels so like full circle, kind of. But like they had no clue what to do with that. No, the, I I mentioned it in a tweet with you like the other day. Breaking Bad is tied with JoJo's. It as the ultimate, we just made it up as we went along series, and it all worked out. And it feels like they're fucking just playing from playing the start. S- they're playing 7D shoots and ladders. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, we're just fucking, we're just fucking around. Oh, man. We're fucking around and finding out. <laughs> and what we found out is this shit's awesome. We found out is we're good at writing. Who knew? Found out we can cook. Yeah. <laughs> oh god! But yeah. literally, we hired guys to teach us how to cook, man. 
don't tell the cops. <laughs> but, but yeah, like Walt is so pathetic at this point that he pays Robert Forrester to spend an hour with him playing cards. Like, yeah. and he's like fucking like just so done. But he like is like like he decides to leave because he's just he's he wants to die already. Like you know. he. But he, but he, he wants he's he wants to at least do something, and he, so he calls Walt Junior. and He's like, "Son, it's so good to hear your voice. Can I send this money to you?" And and Walt Junior tells him to fucking die, like yeah. he did in season one. It's so good, and it's so heartbreaking, and it's so well acted. And they actually had to film that a second time because they they destroyed the film by accident. Oh no. Because they shot it on thirty millimeter or whatever millimeter film uh, for, uh-huh. like they sh- they used actual film to film the show, like not digital. Right, um, and you can you can feel it. It, it is grainy. <laughs> there is so much grain in every, and it is perfect. It is, but like, but yeah, like they were like, but yeah. So they had to, it was like a per. They were like this is perfect, and then on the way back they just ran it over on a plane. <laughs> Like, oh, they're loading it it onto a plane to send back to LA, and it fell off the cart and got ran over. Oh, they should have packed that better. I'm sorry. You're you're carrying film of like a big spoiler from the final season of the biggest show on television. Like, come on. But it's all right. I think Lost was keeping people distracted for a while. Yeah, because this, this is was, back when people still cared about that. This is three years after that shit ended. Three years before. Oh, did it? Never mind. I <laughs> my I lost track of when that shit ended. I think it was like 2010 when it ended. Yeah, it, I know it was before Arkham City came out. Yeah, so 2010. Okay. Oh yeah, the this show lasted till what 2013. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that never mind. It was dead. Uh, yes. <laughs> what other show? Uh, Walking Dead, I guess. And Game of Thrones, I guess. Yeah, Game of Thrones just started, didn't it? Yeah. Okay, yeah. But so I... they were distracted. Yeah, they were. They were looking at the zombies and the pretty dragons. They weren't busy looking at child yelling at his father to go die. They're distracted by the red wedding. God. Which I remember someone saying was more dist- than Mein Kampf. Um, that dude needs to be on a list. Yeah, <laughs> that like, look, I, like characters dying can hurt. We over exaggerated. Well, I say we, not me, but people over exaggerate <laughs> way too much about the red wedding. Yeah, like, but but yeah, like it. That whole scene had to be reshot, and it's still great. Like, it was, and then fucking, he goes down and he turns himself in and he goes to have one last drink. And then he looks on the news and he sees Gretchen and Elliot. And like, mm-hmm. they, they weren't originally going to bring them back. He got the idea from, I, I don't know if it was like a fan or like a co writer who was like, I really like Gretchen and Elliot. Why don't you bring them back for the end? Because of like how like they want to like, you know, so like how that could tie into his you know ego and shit and how that they could be able to get the money to his family and then Vince is like oh so they they did it that way and 
That was the best way they could have done it. Exactly. It feels so perfect. Like man, they really did just make this shit up. So Vince Gilligan is the luckiest man alive. He is. God. No wonder he wrote Walter. <laughs> they both kind of just like failed upward success. <laughs> but give this man Spider Man, please. I would give so much. I don't know what he'd do, Spider-Man. but I would be raw. It would oh, be raw as fuck. We'd get Aaron Paul as Eddie Brock, baby. We probably would. I can see them doing that. We, like, we definitely get a bunch of Breaking Bad alumni for sure. Yeah. But we get, you know, he's watching the news and they downplay his, uh, his association and, with Grey Matter. Yeah, saying all, all he did was the name and nothing else. And Gretchen says this great thing where he's like, that sweet man we once knew, he's gone. And then the fucking theme kicks in. It's so good. It's the first uh, time we ever hear the theme in the show. Yup. And it's so fucking perfect. It's like the most, and it's like, it's such a pathetic and petty thing, but it's so fucking cool. It like, is. Like, that's where he's like, I have unfinished business. Like, I feel like he might even be self-aware. Yeah, that's the kick in the ass I need. Okay. I'm- oh, 100%. Like, like, just, he's fixing to break bad again one last time. And then it's just fucking the police come in and then they see just a fucking empty glass with it. And, ugh. It's such a good way to end the penultimate episode. Like, it really is. Putting the theme in the penultimate episode is just like, ugh, that's perfect. And then, and then Felina. Yep. Ties up every loose end. Yep. Gets the money to Gretchen Elliott. Oh well. Also, you know, we'll talk about the flashbacks and the flash forwards from the past episodes, where you know he was at the Denny's, broke the broke the bacon into fifty two to show it's been two years, and then he got the gun in the car, and then he goes to his house to get the ricin from the from the socket. Mm-hmm. And I love just a shot of like the house is dilapidated it's shit it's destroyed because it's destroyed. like that's a that's a fucking tourist attraction now yeah like there are kids like skateboarding in the fucking in the fucking pool like but the greatest thing was that just you see on the pan on the wall panel heisenberg spray painted like just Ugh. that shot of him looking at it is so cool like ugh. and then you know people he uh, gets away to. Uh, he also leaves uh, at the gas station. He leaves the watch. He leaves the watch that Jesse left for him on top of the phone booth. Oh and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he he goes to Gretchen Elliott, and he's like, "Hey guys, um, I got a plan. Give give this money to my son when he turns 18. Because you guys have that fund for uh, drug addicts, and that could extend over to family members of who were affected by addiction or dealing. So, you guys are millionaires. They will never detect this money in your system. Yeah. But you give them every cent that is mine. Like, not a cent that is yours, every cent that is mine. Yep. And 
then he does the thing where he's like, good. Now, if you don't... <laughs> I hired the, the top assassins in the world to follow you. And if you don't do what I say, they will kill you one day and you'll never see it coming. All right? So keep that in mind. And he goes out in a car and it's fucking Skinny Pete and Badger with laser pointers. <laughs> yeah. It just did that to fuck with them one last time. Yeah, just to fuck with them. Because like he knew they were they were being honest to so like they were gonna do it. Mm-hmm. Well, he just wanted to fuck with them. Yeah, it's like, that that's for making fun of me on TV, you pieces of shit. <laughs> and they pay Skinny Pete and Badger the money for their new house that they their- bought in less than a day. It seems and their new gamer recliner chairs <laughs> with LED cup holders. They knew what they wanted. They did. We need to go back. But, but yeah, um, they, uh, they fucking, like, they go to, like, then he goes over to meet Lydia and Todd. And he's like, I got a new formula for meth. And I will teach it to you for, I forgot what he asks for, but, like, a, a quadrillion dollars. <laughs> but he's like, I'm all out of money and shit. Like, just get me, take me, take me over. And then, like, it's clear that they're like they're gonna kill him if he goes there. Like, it's very oh yeah, clear. no, they, they they plan on just shooting him. But he anticipates that. Yeah, and puts the rice in Lydia's tea while nobody's looking, not even the audience. Yeah. If you go back, can you see him do it? I'm not sure. I need to rewatch that. But even if it's just like him shuffling around, that'd be enough for me. Yeah. But then one last time he visits Skylar and just the shot, the the cinematography in this scene especially is so good. Like, I think it was like 20 seconds before like the, the camera moves, my brain connects to so us like, he's standing behind the pillar, isn't he? <laughs> he's right behind me, isn't he? <laughs> Literally. And then the camera moves and I go, yeah! Like Marie is calling uh, Skylar to tell her that Walt's on the loose. The juice is loose. And <laughs> he's like, on the loose. And then the, ti- <laughs> the fucking the text appears. about to say, oh man. Trig finals next period. <laughs> oh, we will do an episode on that game one day. We have to. Yeah. We haven't done an episode about Spider-Man in a long time. Yeah. I think it's because we were like really trying to distance from living on yeah. the edge, but it's been long enough. We can talk about Spider-Man again. Yeah. But uh, Don't read Amazing Spider-Man, guys. Don't do it. Don't it's do bad. it. It's really Very bad. bad. <laughs> Look at Chasm. Please. God. He has toes now. Uh, <laughs> God. It's awful. Uh, but, uh, like, yeah, like the shot where it just pans over, already there. Yeah. And Skylar is still very clearly afraid of him. Yeah. But, like, of course she is. Yeah. But he's like, but she's like, we don't want your money, Walter. And he's like, I don't, and I don't have any to give you. I spent the last of it. All I have to offer you 
is this? And he slides her the ticket. He's like, those are coordinates. And if, and if you give, and if you've looked them up, you will find the bodies of, of Hank and Gomi. Now you give that to a prosecutor and you get yourself out of this. Like, and she's like, Skylar, and he's like, Skylar before, like, just so you know, I, and she's like, if I have to hear one more time that you did this for the family. I did it for me. <sighs> I liked I it. I liked it. <laughs> I was good at it. And I was I was alive. Just the way he delivers that. Mm-hmm. Like and Skylar like just has this like Anagon has this beautiful like moment of like sadness and relief in like like after after like nearly two years of like his gaslighting and shit and his like mm-hmm. like this is the first honest thing he has said the entire show. Yeah, like he just immediately is like like he's like I owe it to you to tell you the truth. Like no more excuses, no more bullshit. Like I know I'm like I'm aware of what I am. I'm a fuckhead. I'm a disgusting piece of shit. You deserve to get yourself out of it. Everything that happened to you is my fault. Like, none of this would have happened if it wasn't for me. So, no, I did not do this for the family. It was for me. It was for me. And just, she's like, Flynn will be home soon. He's like, can I see your one? And, and she's like, you need to turn yourself in. And he's like, oh, don't. Like, I love that he's like, like, and he tells her, like, tell the police that I wanted eggs. From like, it's so, like, emotional and sad. Like, I, I teared up, like, during this whole scene. Because yeah. it's just, like, it's just a shell of the life they used to have. Like, there's sentiment, there's sentimentality in there. There's some nostalgia from the two of them in there. But, like, they're both so broken from this. Skylar especially. And... Like all Walt want, like he, like he is not Heisenberg here. Like, yeah, no, Heisenberg died in the cabin. Yeah, like, well, he's gonna resurrect one last time tonight. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's, he's in a coma. Yeah, but for this moment, he he left at the door. Like, so he's just he asks if he can see Holly he, one more time, he, and he gets. He, he literally splits into two different people. <laughs> One of them goes to talk to Skylar. The other's building the machine gun death. <laughs> oh, God. But, yeah, like, it just gives this beautiful, like, where he just gets to, like, like strokes Holly's head one last time. And then he just, he and Skylar just amicably leave. And you can tell that, like, beh- deep behind, like, the sadness and the anger, Skylar, unfortunately, still loves him Mm -hmm. like obviously not as he is now but like you get what i mean like he he used to be yeah she sees that person this is like the first time she who he used to be again basically like it doesn't change anything but it just like it it it's it's really heartbreaking like just that this family just got destroyed because of it and 
it was not worth it in the end. Like, thankfully, he's finally going to get money to Walt Jr. His family's going to be millionaires. They're going to be fine as soon as he turns 18. They're going to be fine. But, like, they're going to get out of the projects and shit. But, yeah, it just... It's really... it's That is a beautiful scene. And... Everyone deserved their Emmys for that scene. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. E- every single person. <laughs> hmm. Then we get to the big finale. I'll let you take it from here. All right. So. Walt goes to goes to Todd's fun time Nazi compound of death. <laughs> it's what it is. <laughs> He goes there. I mentioned it before. He rigged like a thing in the trunk, but don't worry about that. Uh, they they go there. That the guy gets in. A guy gets in the car and tells him where to go. He parks in the wrong spot on purpose, and the guy's like, "All right, fine, whatever. Mm-hmm. Just 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 let it. Whatever. We'll go in and they meet with Jack. And Jack is like, "So I heard you got something for me." And he's like, "Uh, yeah, new uh, formula for for meth." De- definitely uh it'll make all the money <laughs> instead of 90% of it like you have right now <laughs> <laughs> and and jag is like i don't give a shit i i have all the meth i want <laughs> like i'm going to kill you cuz you you're tr- you're attracting attention yeah you you are attracting so much attention just by breathing right now <laughs> so i'm going to i'm going to shoot you bury you next to Hank and Gomez and yeah and and it's like come on don't you need you know you need meth right it's like I already got a guy for that and you know they wheel they drag in Jesse who's all chained up and beat up and Walt just looks fucking like defeated looking at him like cause he he had the impression that maybe was just chose to work with them yeah, because like, uh, Skinny Pete and Badger told him earlier, like, the blue stuff is still on the market mm-hmm. and it's still being made. And Walt puts the guy, oh, Jesse's still cooking. Okay. Yeah. And he thinks, and then he thinks, oh, uh, he's working f- willingly with Jack. And then he sees him. He's like, oh. Like, he is oh. dirty. His hair is longer than. God, the part that broke me the most was like, the part where you see the flashback of Jesse making the box that he talked about in Kafka-esque. Uh-huh. Like, the box he made because he was challenged to do better. Uh-huh. And then when he turns around, it immediately cuts to him being chained. Like... Oh, God. <laughs> it hurts, man. But, yeah, as soon as Walt sees him, he's like, I don't want to kill him anymore. Like yeah, so yeah, he he he's able to grab his keys while no one's looking, so he can do the thing. Jacks and Todd are well. Jacks is talking how much shit like he's gonna kill Walt and just like move on, yeah. and then Walt tackles Jesse to the ground. Like they the guys think he's gonna kill Jesse because he's like roaring at this man. Mm-hmm. And then he pushes the button. And this trunk pops open, and the fucking gun just starts going nuts. 
because Walt parked it at the exact perfect angle that the machine gun would just shoot the shit out of everyone in the room. Yeah. <laughs> My question is, what if he flipped it the other way by accident? Oops. <laughs> <laughs> like, he, he tackles Jesse to the ground and hits the button, and then, like, the truck pops open and the gun starts shooting, but it's shooting the wrong way. <laughs> and like, like Walt's like got his eyes closed. He hears the gunshots and nothing's happening. And he looks up out the window and it's facing the wrong way. He's like, "Oh damn it!" And the guys tackle him, <laughs> just like with the plant. Oh god. <laughs> well, yeah. So and all the dudes except Todd are just shot and dead. Walt and gets hit by one. Yeah, yeah, a bullet bounces off of something and hits him in the side. He's he's done, but don't worry about that yet. And then Jesse. Uh, does what we all wish he would do. He strangles the shit out of Todd with his chains and mm-hmm. just fucking it's so him. It's so vicious and so deserved. Like, it is. Oh, God. Like, yeah. and, then, and then Walt goes over to Jack to finish him off. And he's like, Jack, and, he's like, and Jack's like, wait, you want your money? And he puts a cigarette back in his mouth as if it mattered. <laughs> He's like, yep. what's your money, right? If you pull that trigger, you'll never... And then Walt does to him what he did to Hank and just shoots him mid-sentence yep. to get revenge. And I love yep. that. And it's like, you don't... What the fuck am I going to use my, that money for? Yeah, like, I, I didn't come here for that. Yeah, I, I gave my son $9 million. And He's good. Even if I didn't get a bullet in my kidney, which is currently filling with blood as I'm speaking... <laughs> uh, the cancer would probably take me in about a month. Mm-hmm. So and then just the greatest fucking like final scene these two could have ever had. Like Jesse Walt's like passes the gun to Jesse and Jesse picks it up and points it. And Walt's like, go ahead. You want this. And Jesse's like Say it. Say you want this. Nothing happens till I hear you say it. And then Walt finally is like, I want this. And Jesse just stares at him for a minute. And then just drops the gun. Oh, no, he doesn't drop it. He takes it with him. I because of El Camino. Him. No, he has a gun in El Camino. Well, yeah, like when he gets... Thought- I thought he dropped that one, though. I don't know. Maybe. I need to rewatch it, but the point is, he lowers the gun and yeah, says... He, he doesn't shoot. He says, then do it yourself. Finally breaks the hold that Walt has over him. Yep. And just and like, leaves. Like, and they give like this last little look and nod to each other, mm-hmm. which I really like, because there's just... Again, if these two worked out all their issues, like in the show they could have been like best friends Mm -hmm. but and instead Walt Walt just had to fuck it all up like he does everything him and his pride and his ego and then he calls Lydia yep who who is sick in bed like a dog and she's like like hey did you do it it's like and Walt's like oh I did it and she's like, who, who the fuck? Yeah, it's Walt. Todd's dead. Uh, by the way, 
I replace that stevia crap with with my uh with rice and you're dying. Have fun with that. You can't Bye. stop it. And, and just hangs up on her. And he's like, first time someone actually hangs up in the show. Or at least yeah. the first time Walt does. Yep. And then just and then just walks to the Nazi meth lab. Yeah. And just like just like observes all the machinery and all the shit that they have because it's it's the closest thing to his stuff that he's got. And they play he they play uh, Baby Blue by Badfinger. Nope. Like, um, my kid named Badfinger. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I realized we didn't make that joke at all. <laughs> we didn't. We were very well behaved. <laughs> but it's just it's so fitting. Like, guess I got what I deserved. And like he just puts a hand on the machine one last time and just kind of like smiles to himself. And I love this detail when he when he falls, his handprint leaves a W. Oh. And then just the shot where it just pans over him and swirls up. Mm-hmm. As and the like, cops are swarming in. Mm-hmm. And that's it. That's yeah. Such a perfect ending. It's the most satisfying ending to a TV show I've ever like, seen. Like, Walt doesn't get redemption. He just gets to make things as right as he can before he dies. Like, yeah. he's still going to hell. But oh yeah, no, he ain't. He ain't seeing the pearly gates. It's a little. It's a little less. It's a little less warmer than it would have been if he just stayed in the cap. Yeah, tiny bit. Just a tiny bit. But yeah, but like it is like this is like I do like it as kind of like, you know it's it's you know, it's fueled by his ego, but it's mm-hmm. also like he's like I want to do something good for once. Yeah, I, I do. I I want them to miss me when I'm gone a little. Yeah. I want Skyler to miss me. I want Jesse to miss me. I want Walt Jr. to like I I want I don't I, want the last thing I do before I die to be hiding in a cabin. Yeah, I I want to leave some kind of legacy. Yeah. And it's not going to be the, the stupid bullshit that I've done the past yeah. 5 seasons. I love I really love like when he's in the call start of the episode and he's like he it seems like he might get caught by the cops, but he's like, just get me home. Just get me home. I'll do the rest. Uh-huh. And then the car finally starts. Oh God. And just, it's such a, ugh. like, what else is there to say? <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know what else we're coming nothing. up on five hours. I was going to say, there's nothing. It's our longest commentary track ever. Not commentary. <laughs> podcast. What movie were you watching? <laughs> the one in my brain. We promise is it, is this is the longest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we promise this is the longest any of these will ever be. Yeah, this is the longest episode we're ever going to make. Don't worry. When we do Better Call Saul, we are not going to go this No. And if it ever feels like we're going to, we're going to split it into two parts. Yeah, just you know what? You don't have to listen to this episode in one sitting. Yeah, that, 
You don't. You never have to listen to any podcast in one sitting. Exactly. I never do. I rarely no. do. Yeah. No. I, so half the ones I listen to are like two or three hours long. I listen to those in bursts. <laughs> like it, it just. This will yeah. take me like a week to listen to. Oh yeah. <laughs> but. Hey. But yeah. By the time you finish, the next one will already be out. Yeah. Exactly. So this works out. Exactly. But uh, one thing I love is that like so Brian. Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul did a uh, did a read through of the of the Felina script at Aaron's house, mm-hmm. like before either of them have even looked at it. And so they get to the end, and then like and Brian Cranston's narrating it, like doing the stage, doing like action reads on the script, and then he says the end. And he's like, and they're both just like, oh my god, and then he's like, so I guess there won't be a sequel. <laughs> but Jesse gets to live. Yeah. Little did they know. Well, did they know? I'm sure Aaron Paul was very. I'm sure happy that Jesse got to escape. Like, and I'm sure both of them were happy about El Camino showing that Jesse gets to have a a better ending. Yeah. It, I, I, I I was feeling like we should have talked a bit about El Camino here. That's what the commentary track is exactly, for. Exactly. 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 Yeah. You want to know our thoughts on that? Go back in time to yesterday. Yeah. Or just, you know, listen to the episode that's out right now. You know. Exactly. Well, uh, any last thoughts before we wrap up this massive episode? I didn't watch this show for Twitter. I watched it for <laughs> I did it I... for me. I liked it. It was very good. And I was. Gilligan was very good at it. I was alive. (laughs) Oh, man. I did not have time to play Dead. Uh, Oh, well. Yeah, probably not. That's what tomorrow's for. Tomorrow's for work for me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Yeah, it's all right. Honestly, I'm I'm probably going to play a little bit before I go to bed. That's valid. But, uh, yeah. This is one of the greatest pieces of media ever made. Like, gen- it's one of the best pieces of fiction. Like, straight up. Like, Turns out those people were spitting a decade ago when they were telling me to watch it. Who would have thought? It's almost been 10 years since it ended. It just passed 15 years since it started. So, hey, we're kind of synced up a little bit. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. No, I. Huh. Again, we will never have another episode that's as long as this. We promise. No, if, never. If we break the promise, put a gun to our head <laughs> or something. I don't know. Yeah, Trey, I know you're listening. If this happens again, you get to kill us and take the podcast. Oh yeah, that's all yours, buddy. We know you're gonna make it all about Nero and proud of you. <laughs> And, and Sora. And Sora. And uh, the chosen one from Kung Pao Legend. Kung and Jack Pao Black. Legend. <laughs> yeah, and Jack Black. All right. Well, uh, thank you all for joining us. Hope you all were able to stick till the end. Like, definitely not on the same day. <laughs> if you weren't, I am so sorry. Oh, boy. But, uh, yeah, thank you all. One day. 
one will learn how to summarize a thing in two hours or less. Yeah. We had it for most of it, and then season four and season five, we gotta get that. That was when we were like, no, we gotta gotta talk about this shit. And it's like, no, there's too much. Everyone knows that's why they're listening. No. But, uh, yeah. So, uh, hope y'all had a good time. You can follow us on Twitter at, at Boulder Punch Pod. Um, and, uh, we'll see y'all next week. Bye. Bye bye.